0: We are here. We are here.
1: It's not going like on Instagram, sick dude. I'll Uh, fix it. Not so instant gram.
2: (laughs) uh
0: what's going on everybody cali death podcast back once again episode 167 as always i'm your host anthony trapney and i'm always joined by some resident homies i got the full crew with me tonight joseph joel and casey as always what up brothers yo Mm -hmm. yo Mm -hmm. i probably said as always like four times in that sentence but i don't care because as always we're here on a thursday night live on uh twitch did it go on instagram joel yeah, yeah, it's on. Cool. Live on Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, the whole shebang. Um, what up to all y'all that are with us tonight? Um, tonight we are joined once again. Uh, I actually should have looked at what number episode the full cryptopsy thing was, but I forget what episode was it. What Does anybody know off of the dome
3: right now? No way. 20? No. I think it was in the 30s or the 40s. Ah, I think it was earlier than that. But dude, we're joined
0: by Flow from fucking Cryptopsy. Legend, dude. Get a solo
4: episode with the Flow. What up, brother? <laughs> uh, not much, just, you know, chilling. The calm before the storm. Yeah, dude. You guys got a big storm coming up, dude. So, you know, lots of lots of plane.
0: Yeah, dude, and that's that's yeah. what we're uh excited about. I'm sure that everybody well i mean the europe and u.s uh tours are gonna come close to a, a lot of people who are listening to this show so if you're definitely if you're near one of these states you guys got to check it out because i've seen cryptopsy in their recent form and it is uh it's something very special you thank know
4: you. thank you
0: but yeah dude oh Callie Death Podcast. Oh, I was like calling out in the chat. Callie Death Podcast says episode 24. That's what it was. I knew it was 20 something. But yeah, that was the first okay. time we we got to sit down with you guys. And actually, probably the most nerve wracking episode for me in the beginning. I I mentioned it before, but I was so full of anxiety starting that episode with you guys. Because it was really like our first legends that we didn't know personally that were coming on the show that's
2: what it felt
4: like legends man <laughs> oh dude you definitely you guys, I know well, you're going to
0: lo- laugh you can you giggle know, at that I,
2: I wasn't nervous at all i know you guys <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
4: know. I was like
0: was fuck, yeah, first fuck on, Matt, yeah,
1: yeah i know
0: you giggle flo you giggled at the the legend comment and i i understand i've i've hung out with you enough to know how humble you are but yeah. um there is something that cryptopsy added to the cauldron that was the <coughs> bubbling up you know early 90s technical death metal that that still it's shaped i, I mean there, you could even argue that there are s- subgenres of metal that are based on your style of drumming
4: mm-hmm. so I mean, yeah that's fucking legendary to me bro <laughs> thank you i appreciate it and um yeah i mean you know the past is the past and here we are today right
1: exactly and actually i got a question i'm gonna piggyback off that because i know that you know how does it feel like i know that i see people like you know in sports and stuff and they are music when they constantly have someone going like dude you're fucking you're fucking like how does how does that feel does it feel like for me or when people do it to casey i know that we're kind of just like it. I mean, when people get compliments, we're just kind of like, "Uh, you know." After a while, but do you have to just go like, "Thank you very much"? is awkward. It's a good question. I mean, it's
4: um, I mean, it, 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 it's always special. It's positive, right? So yeah, mm-hmm. um, so it's always a special thing, um, and um, uh, I I, I I, I take it, you know, I take it, I take it in. Um am I uh just like everybody else? Yeah, I'm just like everybody else, you know. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. happen to do something um well and I have a good team um that does it with me. So yeah, um it's positive, let's just put it that way. So there's nothing negative about it. Um it's appreciated, but you know, after we we passed that (laughs) initial introduction, um, you know, you don't have to bow down. You don't have to scream. You don't have to be nervous or, you know what I mean? It's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's appreciated. It comes from a, you know, usually a good place and um, we all greatly appreciate it.
0: Totally dude. And we appreciate, you know, that, that um, normalcy, that that you guys that we look up to give us when we have those face to face situations where we might be fanboying out too hard, but you still like, <laughs> giving us the time and and appreciating the 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 good words that we have to say about all your music and you know it it uh, we're all people and. some of those people might catch you on a bad day and you might not believe what they're saying you know and to be able to still kind of give it the energy like i'm here for you guys i'm here to play tonight you know i might you're in your head probably like oh you know I'm i'm not saying you personally but me i'm just looking back there's been times where fans you know give me praise or any, But that day, I'm like, I don't know what what this guy is talking
4: about. I feel like I'm a piece of shit right now. Well, let's say it. it's because people like us um, are our own worst critics. Yeah, and yeah. So if we don't feel good about ourselves, it's hard to, for us to accept other people feeling good about us. Um, but in the global scheme of things, it it takes that approval and it takes that praise in order for the whole thing to work, mm-hmm. right? As if we didn't have somebody fanboying, and then somebody maybe accepting it in, in a nice way, and, and and some people don't accept it in a nice way, and some people aren't humble. Um, but that's that's the way the game works, and that's what you know, music is and life is, and we all have our part in um, this um, piece of rock. And that's, um, it's gotta be appreciated on both sides. So if you appreciate what I do, I appreciate what you tell me about it. Even the negative stuff, I'll, I'll take it into consideration. Um, absolutely. Because you don't learn unless you make mistakes and constructive criticism is often better than, than praise.
0: Oh, most definitely. And I was thinking about your global comment real quick because, on a global scale yes every the the people say don't meet your heroes that's that's a common thing that a lot of people say because in most uh, facets of life the heroes tend to end up being somebody that they don't like personally or something like that mm-hmm. and i'm actually feel that i i feel that we are fortunate to be a part of this little bubble where that actually doesn't really apply as much in other aspects of life it is kind of okay to meet your heroes in death metal and actually Mm -hmm. most of them are badass real people just like you and i and and i think that the um the the bubble that we're in is what makes us humble in general because it starts off as uh, we're in it for the art and the love of the art and the love of the community first. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's just pure honesty going into it. So it's harder to find one of those heroes that you might not be able to,
4: you know, tolerate. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think that a lot of us also, um, because it is, um, a, fr- a fringe kind of, I mean, it it, it is getting more and more popular. It's, it's, I mean, metal is huge now, but it's always been on the on the on the fringe. It's always been, um, not popular, right? Um, um, but so 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 we all have kind of the same problems, <laughs>
5: mm-hmm.
4: you know. We all share the same life problems, which aren't very you know complicated. You can probably count them on one hand. Right, um, but we have that those. So I mean that that probably ties us in, um, um you know, closer than maybe other people. Um, totally,
0: dude. I I mean I've definitely mentioned many times on the show that I think that there's there's certain social hoops we as humans need to jump through in order to get on a certain level with another human. But I think that there's a few of those hurdles or hoops that are already hoops that are, are eliminated from the beginning of getting to know another person who's into the similar interests, like metal or uh, obscure film or once you find that, Oh, we both dug deep underneath the surface and got to this similar area. And we know what it was like to dig and get to that area so the fact that you did it too i already respect the fuck out of you let's talk some metal let's go get a beer absolutely you know yeah absolutely yeah makes a lot of sense yeah well cool dude before we um, we already got deep on it real quick but we didn't even plug anything yet let's (laughs) plug some shit real quick uh (laughs) battleforged coffee comes at the top of every plug section of this show (laughs)
1: <laughs> Sorry, i just clicked everything <laughs> for the listeners a all, screen, all
0: of the plugs jumped up at once at me dude and i didn't know what the <laughs> i was supposed to be saying um yeah that's our homies in deeds of flesh they've been they've had that coffee company going for a while and uh i don't i think we might have said some fun stuff's going to be happening pretty mm-hmm. soon with those guys so but go sure. over to battleforgecoffee.com and uh, support the homies. Uh, generator dot com is where uh, you're gonna go if you're in the SoCal area, Oceanside or Osh- Oceanside, right? Oceanside specific. <laughs> uh, go there, play <laughs> your music, make an album, come on our show later. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, CaliDeathPodcast.BigCartel.com dot is where you're gonna buy a, a t-shirt from us be a walking billboard to get other people to be like what the fuck is that podcast and then they come on and
2: they realize it's about death metal and then they say no way <laughs> speaking <laughs> of which anthony and i uh, just completely coincidentally wore the same shirt
0: yeah the, refer- the little out- side like, plug ontogeny dude me and casey are matching didn't plan it at all but it's because we love the fucking band anti-social media
3: <clears throat>
2: yes
0: shout out nate shout out tim
3: can i plug a couple things how's so audio we're good yeah no, it's is be- this, get them. Is, is this showing up cool yeah, yeah. um okay so uh, appreciate the chance to uh share my updates every week with the cali death uh audience so appreciate you guys letting me do this uh oh, yeah. this week like most weeks i got an update a uh, little weekend war tour warrior tour whatever <laughs> we're calling it weekend war uh with uh, Last of Lucy, my band, we're going out playing San Francisco, Reno, Portland, and Seattle the week of March uh, March 21st through 25th. Uh, dates are up on the video, uh, but for audio, it's, uh, yeah, 21st through 25th, and check the poster, find us online, and uh, the Lucy album, Godform, is dropping in May. Pre-orders are up online. I'm showing the album art here on the video. Uh, we dropped a new song called twin flame on Valentine's day. Uh, that was, uh, unplanned, but a little romantic, uh, coincidence. (laughs) So check out that shit. It's 300 BPM blasting. It's one of my favorite songs on the record. That's all I got for now.
0: And I I feel bad. I got to also say, shout out Keith and Kenji for Montage. I only shouted out half the lineup, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, all right, what what up with you, Flo? You got uh, you got plenty of tours and fucking merch. I'm sure you got a plug right now. You're you guys are busy this year.
4: Yeah. Um. So, uh, coming up, starting on the 25th of February, um, we uh, start in Europe with Atheist, um, for a month, pretty much all over Europe. Um, the usual. Um, after that. We just announced. I think it was last week or or, or the week before that uh, we'll be going through the states and some Canadian dates as well with uh, "Death to All." So oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a pretty big one. Um, what's cool about it is most of the uh, cities have two dates, so hmm. in the same city. So we'll you know be playing different uh, different sets. Yeah, that I saw game. that. Yeah, probably like an old school set and uh, more of a new school set. And I mean, yeah, it's big. And then there's other stuff coming in a little bit later in the year, which um, we'll talk about on a different episode, I guess. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah, dude. we we'll be here for it when it
0: comes around,
4: dude. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well,
5: busy, cool busy. You. Very good. So, Where you want
0: you want anybody? Is there a uh, where's the main hub for cryptopsy merch and information?
4: um so i think right now the best place would be um our uh, our cryptopsy official facebook page um i'm horrible with links but i can maybe hook you guys up um yeah. actually i'll try to i'll try to find it uh for you and um just uh send it probably through messenger
0: yeah if you send okay. it to Joel or one of these
4: guys <clears> he <throat> so you can throw it up yeah, for yeah. You. sure um hey, you so. can send it to our chat
1: you guys you used to have like I remember back in the day. I'm thinking like back in high school, like 2002, 2003. Mm-hmm. You had like a, the, and then you'll beg like website, and it was all mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. moving and stuff. And i, I that was actually uh, one of the cooler death metal websites when I was a kid. I was like, hell oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. yeah. Um, it's it's
4: yeah. Um, it's been a while since that that was up, but yeah, we've had different different sites. Um, I think right now. Uh, We'll probably put another one up, but we were just doing the social media things, you know. Yeah, um, smart yeah. Network. I wonder, like, is the website
0: really a thing anymore? Is the .dot com really well something that you need? I
4: mean, it's, like, it's, a, it's like, a very good question. I mean, it, you yeah. know, the, uh, it really, I guess it depends for for what um, what purpose and et cetera, et cetera. But um, we seem to be doing okay. Mm-hmm. Without it, so
0: yeah, because I remember when we, f- we first started our band websites and all that shit back in the early 2000s, it was super sick to have the page counter. So you just as the <laughs> member, you would go Let's scroll to through. the bottom. Page okay, dude, under. seven people came on th- today, <laughs> and I'm number eight. four was me, <laughs> and then the guest book. Remember the guest book? Everybody uh, leaving is, comments yeah. in the guest book.
1: That's early two thousands. yeah. yep.
0: Dude, seeing uh,
1: dive highly on no, oh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, like random band you like
0: just like, what the in? fuck's happening right <laughs> yeah. now? Dude, this is the cool. This is the coolest thing ever for. Yeah. Like Alex happy.
1: Webster signing a guest book. You're like, dude, we fucking are millionaires now. And then every, anybody outside of the
0: United States was a big plus too. It didn't even matter who you were. It was just hearing from somebody
1: from another country. You're like,
0: oh, dude, it made it. it this funny.
1: Far. That is funny how we've kind of adapted through. You know, that was like the beginning. It was like MySpace, but we're like, I don't know. You still gotta have a website, though. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like slowly, like Instagram and Facebook's like, there's no need to pay for that anymore because everyone just goes you know just types your name and I'm like oh this is what i'm feeling right now go boom right to your site it's more of an so, yeah. art
0: piece you know yeah i have your you can, there's a website websites. called
1: time capsule or something you can look up old websites that were up back in the day and it will like pull up all oh, shit yeah you can like see what was going like you see them, like uh, nowadays it's like seeing like i'm like a video filmed in the 80s it's all like shitty quality and like you're like there's all like little weird like fire stuff coming off things you're like jesus i thought that was sick like a flaming
4: skull that opens its mouth (laughs) Ah. i sent you the link just to let you know casey oh Oh, yeah awesome well sweet dude let's and that's just the facebook one but i mean every all the information is there you know the 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 names of the tours (laughs) which are great dates tickets all that kind of stuff you know
1: oh yeah we will definitely throw it out there
4: and you
0: said that that kicks off february at the end of february well we're yeah. in of uh,
4: man in about uh, 10 days yeah
0: killer dude so what's the uh practice schedule for a tour for you <laughs>
5: <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> my babe let me just right to the, the little one um how old's yeah. your little one uh it's gonna be 12 uh Actually, the day of the first show um, oh, wow. in Europe. Um, so we're doing it uh, this weekend, uh, celebrating his practice yeah. of B12. Nice. nice. Yeah. Um, on. So practice, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess uh, it seems like we're going to have about three <laughs> before we before we go. So yeah, yeah. And when when um, when's the first? Have you guys already had one? No, um, no. No, it's it's right now. It's just listening to stuff um and i think it probably actually maybe maybe tomorrow i have to check with chris but it's chris's birthday today chris Donaldson yeah happy birthday chris so i'm not going to bother him uh tonight with any messaging (laughs) but uh supposedly tomorrow chris and i and then a couple others next week um but after this tour we plan on on doing quite a lot because we are going to be writing and hopefully entering the studio in august nice Awesome. A second second full length probably so talk
0: so since you guys aren't getting together that much before you guys go out let's hear what you do on your end uh-huh. what's your what's your regimen or your your uh you know scheduled try and get ready for a tour if,
1: if you're not you're not, a click, to... you're not a click track guy are you you're not are you a click track guy yeah yeah we've been doing okay because okay. that's because it's be be like you're gonna be me. only practicing for three days or three times i feel like a click is like the only way to do something like that you know
4: um yeah uh i mean it's you know we, we just not recently but when it was last one ended in the uh, beginning of december we did asia for mm-hmm. um, a few weeks november to december and then um the one in september in the states so i mean it's it's in the blood there's gonna be obviously a couple of additions and a lot of changes for the death to Wall tour. So we got to get back on track with that. But for, personally, since, um, since COVID and since I, I kind of like, uh, traveled around and stuff like that, I don't have a, I'm in an apartment. So I just have like a, a practice pad and, and, and stuff. And to be honest, I find that, um, getting ready for a tour, yeah, practicing on, on a real kid is fine, but it doesn't have to be for me anyways, every day or anything like that. I just have to physically get into shape. And I kind of know exactly what to do, um, for different body parts to, you know, start getting ready for that and then maintain it on tour. I think I'm probably healthier on tour than I am at home, you know? So, um, yeah, um, yeah, I think it's more of a um, physical resistance kind of training and stuff like that, that I do, um, before heading out on tour. So So do you have your, oh, sorry, go ahead, Joel. I was going
1: to say like, what, yeah, what kind of like, um exercises you know because now you have the you know you have the ability to just play you know the songs and stuff like that but it's all about endurance and and doing you know 20 30 shows so is yeah, it not, the resistance training stuff like that are you doing like you it's doing so drummers yoga yeah. and stuff or are, we, are you getting like no
4: dinner? no no there's there's some like stretching involved but and that's mainly for for the legs it's it's a lot of resistance i mean it's it's kind of a um a focused complete body kind of thing workout, but mm-hmm. um specifically really important that for me and the people I teach anyways, the triceps are the long head of the triceps or the longer head of the tricep is worked out um the traps are worked out it's a combination shoulders shoulders mm-hmm. too, because of the movement and the motion, so do you find um, do
0: you find that it's more upper body that you're paying attention to
4: for my hands? <laughs> yes, <laughs> and then for the legs, it's um, um it's different. I I change things around for the legs um, where it's more um, glute and quad orientated mm-hmm. um, because I I found that throughout the years that's that's where the initial hit comes from, and then it goes down to your foot. So I find that it's not so much of the focus on the ankle or the tibia as much as it is having you know, really good hip flexor stability um, mm. and quads and then the, the initial push that comes from the glute from, the, from your butt, actually lower back and butt. So, yeah, it's just, you know. Isn't that wild to think that you guys have to th- – think about all that
0: and then I just got to grab a microphone and (laughs) 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 hope my fucking throat lasts long enough, you know?
4: (laughs) No, I mean, it's different approaches, but yeah, there's a lot to think about and I'm quite busy on tour, especially like warming up and stuff and trying new stuff out. I try to keep myself busy, but it's just important for me because I just want to be like as relaxed as possible so that I can focus on the sound of the drums right, and my touch rather than you know oh this feels fast or this feels slow or you know so i mean it shows too because i mean
0: to have a career like you've had drumming the way that you do longevity longevity is definitely in the you know on the list of important things obviously if you want to keep this career going you got to find out the ways sure you can stay as comfortable as you can for the you know longest stretch you possibly can too. yeah and
4: i mean everything you know what i do for myself helps um but it's also that i have you know ocd issues <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah you know, I, that
0: definitely can, can get yeah it could get in the way but it also can you know it you're talking about hearing praise from other people that that could be driving situation, but yeah, unhealthy OCD is another thing too. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's the yin and the yang, you know. It's uh, I gotta hit my hi hat five times before
4: I you know lock it down, or the... just try a bunch of different things just to see if this works before a show. Oh shoot, I got an idea in my head. Oh maybe this will work. Let's try that. Yeah. Nope, didn't work. Next. Oh, this works great. Yeah, it just never stops, you know. But That's the fun of it, I guess. You know, it man. is, dude. it keeps yeah. it interesting,
0: exactly. I mean, and again, with the longevity thing, you got to keep it interesting as well, dude. And that's, sure. that's what keeps yeah. us coming back, you know, sure, sure.
2: yeah. And I just want to say, like, real quick, like, I mean, I just remember, man, like, just getting into death metal back and when I was a teenager in like the late 90s and stuff, and like, Cryptopsy was just instantly one of the bands we were just all about. So, to us, you were just like one of the legendary bands just off the bat you know with cannibal and deicide and all those and morbid and stuff and then when i got to see you you know play and stuff like i i always loved how you just presented this such great show with this like insane drum set and like and how you played and just put on such it was so exciting all the time was like this is flow and do the drum solo and all that shit, dude going <laughs> to the pound and seeing you guys before we met you and stuff mm-hmm. and then eventually decrepit we played with you yeah. and it was like so awesome it was like my favorite shit, one of my favorite shows ever but dude like we 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 just had so much fun going to see Cryptopsy and like you just killed it every time with the energy and it was just like just I just love it, it's kind of like certain drummers um like especially certain drummers have this like setup with their kit and they like like Pete Sandoval's kind of like that too where there's just this huge setup you know and it's like it's just so badass to watch you know and nice. like, appreciate so, it. It was just so and, and you brought so much good times and fun you know was, uh, still to this day,
0: dude. I, like, I I'd stand them in Roseville. I, yeah. I truly had um, uh, a spiritual moment. I, I like to uh, use the metaphor of going to church when I when I get to these these sh- gigs, like that Igor show that Joel and I went to, and, and Joseph went to, and the these are like these like almost like involuntary spiritual moments that you have when the sounds perfect the energy is right in the room the band is fucking killing it and 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 i once again was reminded that cryptopsy is a band that pretty much will always do that for me over the 20 years plus that i've been a fan and watching you guys
4: play dude Thank you, man. Appreciate it.
0: Here we are, fanboying, just like we were saying.
4: (laughs) To to touch on that, I agree with you. When when, when a band has, and I see it with Cryptopsy, um, has that energy live. And Cryptopsy is very energetic live, even just the sound of it, you know, the, the push of it. So it's definitely, for me, watching a show, more interesting to see a band that has, that pushes that energy, than one that's maybe just a little bit more um, laid back and holds back, you know? Um, So I totally, I totally agree with you. And it's something that's, um, that we don't do consciously anymore you know it's just something that just that's 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 so you know that's that's just yeah the way, that's the way we do it so i'm i'm very appreciated if, if if it if it still um carries through and i you know sometimes even more this unit that we have is really sick so yeah um it helps you
2: know? and, oh, and oh yeah go ahead sorry I'm i was of, just gonna um, say absolutely like i was just gonna say and shout out to everyone else in the band too and like matt just went like when he joined you guys and just him swinging his hair and just like you know in all crazy like you guys are just not only that
0: yeah, yeah. I sorry, I was when a little, you brought up Matt, dude, it totally yeah. makes me like that's another thing about cryptopsy that has been a standout thing for me over the years, which is no matter what front man is in that band, they have their signature, unique They're all great styles yeah. that they add, and and all of them uh, mesh so well with the cryptopsy.
5: Um, you know, yeah, I mean,
4: and I think I said, I'm sorry to, sorry to interrupt. Brother. No, it's okay, it's okay. Um, but yeah, I think I mentioned it last time, maybe on episode 24, was it? Um, yeah, yeah. That, um, um, even with like when, when we had a, you know, changes like member changes back in the day, it was always about uh, finding, um, not a replacement, but somebody that was new and had something new to offer. Mm-hmm. Um. So it was newness that we were looking for, not a replacement or and, and not a match, you know, so maybe that's why, like like you mentioned, that all the, you know all the different singers had their own unique styles and and that's what we went for. you know we didn't want to repeat
0: and I love that. I really, truly do love that because most situations where you have to replace a vocalist you're, you tend to see. You know, a lot of the bands just try and find a guy who sounds it, it, me included. I sound like the old singer of Severed Saviour in ways, and so it kind of. Um, but that's why I respect. That's why it stand out, and why I have more respect for Cryptopsy and the vocalist changes that you've had throughout the years. Is that each one of them? Um, contributed um, a unique aspect to the the changes that you guys make because each you know i love these types of episodes because i get to have a nostalgic um, uh, dive that i have to do in you know just freshening up on the cryptopsy catalog and same here and and i like to go from the beginning to the end and that is one aspect of cryptopsy that has never failed, which is every album's going to show the, the progression, the, the, uh, maturity, the growth that you guys have had from the previous album up until the, the one that's released. There's never one cryptopsy album that sounds like the last one, yet the essence of
4: cryptopsy is always there. Right. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, thank you yeah, yeah dude for pretty, sure that's pretty, pretty spot on <laughs> <laughs> so
0: for the for the fans that are uh tuning in now that may not have l- gone back and watched episode 24 um let's let's get a little quick abridged version of your uh upbringing and stuff for those guys oh my and gals um, um i gotta ask you the one question even though i already asked you before i gotta ask you the one question to start it off dude what was it at home at an early age whether it be your parents or a sibling or somebody listening or doing something creative that that caused a spark in that brain
4: oh uh, i think it's just um well my father was very musical it wasn't professional at that. i mean um uh, he's an he's an engineer um but he was very musical and we we always had that, you know, they always try to give us the choice of, you know, you want to try this, you want to try that. And I don't know, I've always had um, an attraction to the way a drum looks, you know, the hardware, the shells and all that stuff. And I caught on very, very, very early. Um, And uh, it, it never really changed. You know, still to this day, I see a nice drum kit it or it's it's yeah it's 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 super cool i see a guitar I, I i couldn't care less <laughs> um, <laughs> um so and i guess that's why i never picked up any other instruments um yeah, but yeah. um no i mean i respect every every instrument everything every trait i mean it's, <laughs> you're good at something you're good at something that's that's a blessing um oh, definitely so yeah i think it was just that so Really, really really quickly, I was born in France to live there till I was uh, seven. About then, my folks moved to Chicago, lived there for another six, seven years. And then we moved. What, to, what, what, I'm sorry, I know well, you're saying real quickly, but what brought what? them to Chicago? Oh, just the job thing. It's just okay. Yeah, electric motors. It's uh, really passionate, yeah. passionate, uh, or passionate. It's a very um, interesting field yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean it is if you if you look at what is run by electric motors but there's nothing more boring than going to the office when my dad is a kid i can tell you that
5: yeah so look, look at
4: the, <laughs> the warehouse of all these electric motors in crates and small ones big ones, small ones so i guess i like the crates more because they were made out of wood than the actual motors there you go. um So, yeah, we moved there for a job, and then he got another offer. I think it was to go back to France or to go to Montreal. So we decided to uh, come freeze for eight months out of the year instead of uh, going back to France, (laughs) which, you know, in turn, you know, made me who I am. So So you
0: said you spent from seven to, what, 13 in Chicago?
4: About that, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a pretty um, uh, pivotal time in somebody's life. You yeah, know, those those yeah. that that chunk of time is a big change that you would make in your development um it was
4: fun learning english when yeah. i knew nothing of english but uh
0: really so you came over
4: and just only speaking french yeah yeah absolutely there wasn't where we were there wasn't um many you know english immersion schools you know from so yeah it, 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 i mean i was i was really young so it took you know six months about but um
0: do you develop any you know friendships that that uh when you mm-hmm. left chicago were kind of it was you were
4: bummed or not nah? i'll never know you know it's that's the that's the name of the game when you move around yes you had friends when you were kids and stuff but i mean you're a kid you leave and you make new ones you know yeah um even even in you know high school i mean i have um on the social media as many like high school buddies and university buddies and it's just um, really hard to, you know, stay in touch with everybody. Um, right. Especially having a family and um, trying to spend as much time with them when you don't um, have a lot of time and when you're not always at home. So it's, uh, yeah, it's you know, like we were talking before, everybody's got the same problems. Maybe that's yeah. why we uh, can communicate and respect each other. And, and that's that's a you know that's a problem being in in a in a field like this where you know money's not the not the uh, main objective um uh you have to pick and choose i, I uh, yeah i mean your, your I, time I, your jobs are hard to find you know it's like you know, uh, the, reason <laughs> the reason why
0: i don't tours the reason why i don't tours because i'm a dad you know yeah. I, huh? I, I i and i i actually do applaud you guys for uh still pushing and getting out there and, and making this a career for yourself i experienced the time away from my kid at the t- and now i'm a dad of three but he was the only one he we has 17 kids time. <laughs>
1: and
4: uh that he knows of, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh.
0: but that just like yeah. So a month away from your kid, it's kind of fucking crazy, right? And obviously
4: your wife too. You got to love so it. It's it's got to be. I mean, it's it's also on on the family and our wives and girlfriends and stuff like that to be really strong too, and. Oh yeah, know, let go for uh, a certain period of time and it's you know it's a month here or it's a month there at the end of the year you know it's like five i'll try to make it five uh, more than five i think would be a little bit much um and that's why i'm really concentrating on cryptops right now and not uh, nothing else but um so yeah um
0: and the silver lining is nowadays it's a lot easier to face time and all that yeah. shit when you know yeah. but even back when we toured in 2006 it was text messages and yeah. phone calls back then you know but now yeah. it's actual FaceTime, so you can be somewhat virtually in real time with you know your your
4: sure yeah absolutely i mean i i, I remember the collect call from pay phones you know so yep yep <laughs> 1-800 call att <laughs> there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: what was the okay so actually i have a question now that we've talked sure. about all this so um so I I don't know why I forgot that you grew up in France or were born in France, but mm. so um, just for people that aren't aware, you know Montreal French Canadian, um, you know it's so there, there's, there's France and there's French Canadian. What what's what could you say would be the like the big differences? Because a lot of people think that you know or, I mean, and I've also like you know I've toured with a bunch of French Canadians and I've and I've heard squawking about. Fucking French, <laughs> you know. I've heard like some shit talking to the French, mm-hmm. but but it's the the French Canadian mix has holds like a kind of like a different. It's like they like. They like uh, you know emo pop, and then we like death metal. Or kind of is it kind of like that kind of divisiveness a little bit? What, what could you explain that a little bit?
4: Sure, I can explain it, and you'll understand it very, very easily when I say okay. look at the British and look at the Americans.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's the same okay. thing. We
4: we, oh, we, yeah. we crap on each other for the same reason. One has a bastardized language, and the other one doesn't. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and um, um, it's, just it's just accents and different. Um, you know different words for different swear words you know different it's the same thing i mean english to american is like french from france to quebecois french um, do you think it's mainly language
1: based though, the, the No, there's then? a lot
4: of there's a lot of differences a lot of religion differences okay, just, okay. just just like the british and the americans i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's at one point you know you you know you, you start to colonize, and then develop your own ideals, and you know, oh, uh, you, you know, you look back at at the crown on the other side of the pond. You're like, oh, we hate them. That's why we're here. You know, it's like kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a
1: human. It's a human thing to do. Like, oh, a,
4: yeah. you develop you your know. own kind of roots, and then you make it you make it your own. I'm not a historian. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> Again, guys, I will keep it really simple. I know how to play drums. That's it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, just I get your perspective for someone that's lived in both? Like, but I just what,
4: try to give you an uh, like you know a comparison to. I think it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what it would be, and it, it's you know, it's I mean, it's not identical, obviously. Those yeah. are the
1: of the the issues the main issues of why there's there would be any divisiveness between two french like influenced sure. areas yeah. okay okay
4: i mean there's divisiveness between this the same people that are like in the same block that i am you know it's like
1: yeah yeah
4: you know i mean people like the, the,
1: the frankles so, yeah, it's like yeah, it's, yeah people, people just people don't like small things people need that drama in their lives without <laughs>
4: drama they think life is boring when it actually yeah. it'd be great but you know, that's what
1: we're taught you know? <laughs> that is a very good point. You see that a lot of the most uh, most viewed TV shows are just oh drama. Katie hates Vanessa, and everyone's like oh, someone's oh. like tunes in. <laughs> it's like it's you
0: know. a it's a uh, it's a thing that that shows that all your. Uh, negativities you have about yourself there's there's a version that's worse and here's an example like know? intervention you're like I'm not oh, that bad because, because look at how crazy this person is you know yeah yeah, I mean,
4: yeah. It's, 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 yeah that's what people you know people need that to i guess like you say maybe make their lives seem a little bit better but it's like any documentary that you watch, you have that caption before to say you know dramatization you know or yeah yeah would change a few things to make it a little bit more dramatic or else, you know, this documentary would suck. And (laughs) a a lot of the time what's, what makes um, something more dramatic is the music. So, um, right. Yeah. So we should be proud of that. Right. Because without the music, it'd be really dull. You know,
1: I always talk about that. Like during like a gnarly scene of a movie, I'm like, if they were playing like a circus song right now, like it would not hit at all. Like the the song is bringing you in the emotion and bringing you through this with them. But if it's like, (laughs) I would laugh <laughs> yeah. at it. Yeah, I'd that, like, that, to
4: see the, I like to see The Exorcist for that music. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Right? It would yeah, be totally a, a comedy show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or it's just like red <laughs> hot chili peppers in the background the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same. <laughs> all
1: right all right new
4: movie idea that's a right, yeah. we should patent right. we should patent that one <laughs>
3: <laughs> um so i wanted i wanted to ask uh kind of a kind of a part of timelines question but also geared towards the tours so you're doing oh. this europe tour with atheist oh. you're doing the u.s tour with death to all have you guys played with Atheist and Death before?
4: Um, we've crossed paths with Death Twelve. We haven't really played. I mean, maybe a, a festival too, but it's not like a tour. Um, and we no, we have not played with uh, Atheist except for um, a couple festivals as well. So, but but I mean, I, I know the guys personally. Not you know, not super well, but well enough. Um, and you know they're all stand-up people so it should be be super super fun and um i'll try to bring the same attitude i brought in september with everybody and treat it like like if everybody's on a vacation exactly just to make light of everything and just to be on the same page and just to you know you're fortunate have fun smile and Experience. They'll probably impose the same thing on me before I do it on them. <laughs> but uh no, no imposition. But um yeah, I mean it should it it should be it should be great. Since are those, we have are a base um, to each other.
3: Nice. Nice. Um do you remember when you first heard death and first heard the band's athe you know, Death and Atheist?
4: Yeah, um I guess it was late late eighties, you know. Um Damn. and Death Human was my first introduction to death. So that's not too shabby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Atheist, I don't remember which album. They didn't have that many albums back, back then. I don't remember which album it was, but it was like, I just remember these two super kind of jazzed up Floridian acts and um, always impressed by, by both of them. Um, totally. And so this is like a, uh, yeah, thanks for making me think about it. Cause <laughs> yeah, I don't think too much, but that, it's great that it's in the same year, you know, the tour uh, back, back to back. So yeah. It's right. Funny. I know. Right. Oh, good point.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh yeah. Cool. I,
3: I don't know if I put that together until I asked the question, but I mean,
4: I, I just put it together. Thank you. Because yeah, of yeah, your yeah. question. It's <laughs> like, Oh my God. Yeah.
3: Well, if you just toured with cynic next, then you'd really have all yeah, the Florida. right.
4: Exactly. And that'd be yeah. really, really where I got, um, or I could, I felt, I felt liberated when I heard these bands, the three bands you just mentioned to start, you know, putting the, the triplets and the, and the jazz stuff in and, Oh, here, oh, I got this splash here. That's been uh, are you hiding somewhere. <laughs> here we go. Oh, this sounds good. Hey, you know, the guy is not too many. Oh, here's 15, you know? Um, so yeah very very influential
3: totally cool
4: that's it um so yeah you're gonna have a great
0: time with the atheist dudes for sure and the death hall guys i mean we've, we've talked to so many of those dudes actually it's funny to think of all the people that we've talked on the show so far and it's like every metal tour that goes out now some at least one guy it's kind of been on the show i'm like that's fucking rad because alex sick. is sick kelly's been yeah. on a couple of times and yeah. max from you're going to see max from death on um, the
4: death to all and yeah. steve the georgia and all those yeah. guys i People I've known it for a long with. time you know I mean, it's just gonna be like hey guys it's been a long time you know <laughs> yeah. i saw yeah i saw gene not too long ago on the uh on the last tour we did um and you know I, we've always been you know in and out of touch for years and years and years and, years, and you know he's you know like a uh, huge influence and uh, super oh, yeah. humble guy and i consider him uh you know um a friend and yeah so that's, that's gonna rad. be really fun really fun
0: yeah speaking yeah. of people that i that's somebody i definitely still want to get on jeans uh,
4: on might yeah, be my, like dream, my yeah. high on my list for I'll this have show. To, i'll have to mention that to him hey please yeah. do hey dude
0: i've been feeling <laughs> bad because i don't want to be like hey steve dude i haven't talked to you in years uh your episode was so awesome dude can i get jeans contact <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> i'll let him i'll let him know i'll make a point of it does, yeah, that, does that still
1: happen for you like being like uh you know this many years down the road where just some guy gives your contact away and you get like a text from like a random person like what the fuck they're like dude uh blah blah, blah gave me your number does that ever happen to you and this stage uh-huh. in the game uh-huh. So, yeah. how, do you, how do you react to, yeah. you react yeah. to that like like yeah. oh frank uh, uh we we're drunk and he gave me your number fuck yeah you're sick <laughs> nah, <laughs>
4: it's it's it, you know it's it's usually cool but i mean you know i guess that's why i've um you know changed my numbers over the past uh two years no actually <laughs> i had to change my stupid numbers because i left this place and came back so um <laughs> But no, doesn't happen that often. But when it does happen, it's usually not that invasive. But so. right, yeah. I actually just yeah, yeah, did
0: yeah. that for a upcoming episode in like eight weeks, and he's totally cool, and I, he's coming on. But I all I also felt weird about that because I got his phone number first, because that's how he like deals with people. Okay, and then I was like, I'm, I'm I'm sorry if I'm overstepping, dude. I got your number from
4: this person but oh yeah that's the thing like you know we talked about the beginning it's like at least you at least you guys feel um that that way and that's that's that shows a sign of respect you know right um and that's really important and 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 unfortunately some people don't have that you know what i mean right um um, and some people think because maybe you met him once you know like uh (laughs) 15 years 20 years ago that you um, have to remember them, and yeah, and if you don't, then they're like they, they make you kind of feel bad. I mean, it doesn't yeah. happen often, but when it does, it's kind of uncomfortable because I mean, it is. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I wish I could remember everybody I've met, but I mean, I can't call them. You know, all, all my brothers, and you know, I met you. Yeah, brother. it's yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a fine line. But you know what? It's also our. Our job to be as uh respectful to that um as possible because they're coming to shows and they're buying your albums and stuff like that so mm-hmm. you know they're, when they're, you were
1: younger there was such a huge piece of it was so important that you know if a band that like an underground death metal band that you liked like you wanted them to be cool you didn't want them to be like assholes too it's like because that course. would go like people would go like oh that guy's an asshole and it would just be like written off, and it would be like groups of people will just think this guy's an asshole because like this one friend of yours like went up and was weird to him, and yeah. then like. But uh, at the same time, what you're saying actually happens. It happens. It, it, happens a definitely, lot. Happens. Yeah. it definitely happens. Definitely uh, happens. It's uh, but the, for me, I just all there's been times where you know showing up to places and they're like, oh yeah, what's up? Huh? What's up, dude? Like just like looking at me like. What it's me? And I'm like, mm. Oh <laughs> shit! Totally and I'm like, what's yeah. up, dude? And yeah. I'll just I, and unfortunately, I'll play along. Yeah. but She's all, yeah. What's how you doing, dude? <sighs> uh, what's going on? Because I don't want to go through the doctor I don't want to. Well, deal the with thing. the thing. I mean, you have yeah. to be
4: kind of like polite and stuff like that. And sometimes, the only thing comes back or comes back in the conversation. and It's like, oh yeah, I remember. You know, twenty five years ago, that the only time I met you. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Oh, like, oh, oh, I I telling, I didn't oh, have my glasses back then. Was, <laughs> yeah, they're telling you know, their friends.
1: Ex- Oh, that you're that you're there, bro, Mm -hmm. and like you know, and then if if you were to be like, I don't know, you are for Mm -hmm. everyone, then like they'll just be like, ugh, be like destroyed so, so I, I know that's kind that,
0: like, of egotistical though for that fan to be like that too. well just like, remember
1: me to. dude why didn't you remember so excited me? though you don't want to be like you hey, don't want to be like oh what what what's no i don't remember I at all i right, bought
0: dude. you a beer dude oh. i bought a t-shirt right in front of you dude you don't remember me dude it was a fucking size medium yeah, full yeah. color fucking yeah. you as- went to, to the bar morning, afterwards and,
1: like Got blacked out. You don't remember me, dude. <laughs> so. <Right>. yeah, exactly.
4: And <laughs> oftentimes that could happen too when the fan sees you twenty years later, and they've been at the bar for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it's just, Yeah. Oh, it's like, and you know, it's like I said at the beginning, everybody's got a place in this, uh, in this, in this game. So oh, they're mm-hmm. very important, just like they think you're very important. So you know. definitely. So I I'm gonna I'm gonna I take a left turn.
0: I'm going to take a left turn because there's something in the chat that's uh interesting me because I didn't even know about this. Um sorry. You you participated in a study about the physiology of death metal drumming. Is that true? Or yeah, is this guy I, just trolling us?
4: Yeah, um it was um my god, it was a, kind of heart heart rate and and expenditure, energy expenditure. Um and and yeah, um Oh my God! Gee, it's just in my memory. Um, I'm trying to remember the, the the doctor's name Um who did this. Um, um It's on the tip of my tongue. Oh my God! It's on my it's on my um, <laughs> on my feed somewhere on Facebook. But yeah, it was really interesting because I've always thought like, oh, how many calories would I burn? You know, during a show, and you know, how's my heart? <laughs> Is it still you know in my chest? Kind of <laughs> and it's cool because uh, Nad- uh, Nadia, Nadia, I think it was. Uh, Not yet, something i have to um look it up on my on my page but um yeah uh, super interesting and she did that on many different uh drummers and you know it's it's interesting to compare and contrast the, you know the different uh results mm-hmm. um and it's be- basically you know like wearing pads and stuff and monitor on a you know uh, to a, a a pack um a belt pack and doing the whole show like right that and she gathered the statistics and she was doing i think um, it was um I mean I'm i'm hoping i'm not you know wrong i think it was for for a paper it was either university or for uh a real project like an in- industry project so um yeah very interesting um and
0: uh what so speak were you what were you uh like what were the results like
4: uh-huh. so basically what they're <laughs> looking at heart rate you <laughs> I said my phone and i scrolling down <laughs> <laughs> um I don't remember the the exact results like i said it's it's on my it's on my feed on my facebook feed uh um, okay. but um
0: i mean i didn't necessarily want your exact results i i yeah. just was asking you said that it was like heart rate and all yeah. that stuff yeah uh, um, so it was
4: close to uh, i was close to a thousand calories burned in 900 100. or eight or 900 something like that in i think it was a 40 40 or 45 minute set Jesus. um and yeah, the heart the heart rate was, was high, but but that's crazy, dude. I had no idea you guys were burning that many calories.
2: Yeah, how
1: how is it? I mean, dude. a lot of drummers are, but how are most drummers? I've seen drummers that are bigger dudes. Like how are? How is not every drummer looking like a like a fucking long distance runner if they're burning that many calories for
0: doing the elliptical dude. I only burn like 150 200 <laughs> yeah. calories in like a that's half. That's what they hour. tell you you're burning on the
1: thing. I you're know. Like, oh, if you're just burning 700. Is... You're like, yeah, right, dude.
4: And, and this is this is the the reason and this is my interpretation of it is because when you're doing something that's steady, it's 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 cardio. It's like a, a steady cardio. But what what we do as drummers and when you put energy into it and it depends what you know how, how like you reserve. I mean, I, I I try to put a lot of energy into it. Some putting a lot of muscle into the into the hit as well you, you can all kind of like just step back and there are nights where maybe i don't feel so good i'll just step back and i'll use more wrists or you know fingers and i'll just kind of chill out more so it kind of depends what you put into it
5: mm.
4: i think on that one i think um uh, i didn't do it on purpose i kind of just kind of did like a middle ground kind of thing but it's it's hit it's high intensity interval training so yeah Yep. Um. You're you're going slow. You're going fast. You're going slow. You're going fast. Right. Kind of like a tennis. You know what I mean. You, you slow down. Right. You go fast. You go. You know. You sprint. You are jog jogging a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's what that's what destabilizes your 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 system, and that's why you start burning, um, a little bit more calories than just like a steady pace kind of cardio. You know, with so Nadia
3: I'm, Azar
1: is her name. Nadia uh, Azar. Okay. There you go. So Nadia, uh,
3: I'll, I'll add to that. I think death metal drumming is kind of special because a lot of times the material material is written with the intent of like maxing out as far as you can on a certain type of you know body part and then it switches so for the classic example is you blast a lot and it exhaust your hands and then you go to like a double bass part and it exhausts your feet and you actually write songs based on that and i don't see that as much in other musics because the intensities doesn't require that pushing that hard but i think that makes death metal drumming kind of an interesting i mean it's part of the embodiment of listening to it you kind of like feel with the drummer like as you get to that climax and move parts that you like get that sense of satisfaction too so
4: yeah absolutely yeah, absolutely right and I, I don't think there's any um any music genre that's more intense than death metal extreme metal black metal you know drumming um uh, physically anyways um I wonder if uh, how much groove
0: has been worked into death metal just simply to give the drummer a break.
4: <laughs> well, that, that's a great point, actually. But if you listen to the late '80s and early '90s death metal, a lot of it is just groove.
0: Yeah, um, you're right. You're
4: right. And, and then it was just, and then, and really musical too. They were musical and songs pushing was, and pushing catchy, pushing, Yeah, you know, they were songs because it was based off you know metal that was, and then. You know, classic rock, and it was just more song-based. And then, mm-hmm. and then it just, you know, as soon as somebody started going, you know, a little bit fast, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna try going faster." And then, oh, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go faster than that." And then it yeah. just became kind of a, a thing that, that. What I'm glad that Cryptopsy does is still has the intensity, but tries to create songs. And a lot of great bands are doing it um, uh, t- uh, today as well, and, and keep doing it, and have been doing it. So I think that's something that's really important like the speed and uh, and, you know the high intensity interval training but um the music uh, is the most important and uh, making a song rather than just um
1: you know noise and death metal's a hit that's what you're saying right (laughs) (laughs) so after (laughs) after a 45 minute set
0: where you're burning 900 to 1000 calories what's uh a post-show meal because you got to replenish after burning all that dude what do you what's your go-to what what kind of beer are you drinking You could easily get the
4: thousand calories back in beer. Right, well, unfortunately, that's the the my immediate post show thing is a cigarette and a beer. <laughs> um, Wonder how many calories is in a cigarette, dude? Uh, not much. <laughs> I think you can still fast on those, so that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, counting calories, dude. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Um, but I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I do eat sometimes after a show, but I try to get all my stuff before. And then, you know, what's cool about the body is that when you, when you burn so much, um, then it's, it's, it's requiring energy. And if you don't give it energy, then it starts taking out the bad stuff first the the reserves, yeah. and, the, and the fat and stuff like that. So, I mean, I try to, you know, maintain, um, a certain dignity that way. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, I would think especially once you get older uh, doing this style of uh, music, uh, I've noticed that I've watch, I'm i watching the, the old school dudes realize that they got to stay healthy if they want to keep going, dude. Yeah. So working out and, and keeping a healthy diet at least as much as you can outside of touring is is the bettering your chances
4: that you know touring isn't going to completely fuck you up every time you go out there yeah well like like i said i mean i mean hey well here my wife cooks you know delicious healthy meals and stuff hell yeah but, but um but on tour I, I really i'm 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 by my mom well, not by myself but i mean i you know I, I am by myself i make my own decisions so i i choose to eat what i eat and stuff like that and usually it's it is fairly healthy and mm-hmm. i've always maintained this like working out throughout my throughout my career and stuff and it's so now it's just more of a uh, a maintenance thing and a, and a routine and it's something I enjoy doing too so um, but yes absolutely it's it's very important I mean and also the fact that that I could you know choose what works for my body which I didn't know 20 years ago or 10 years ago or 15 years ago or whatever now I know it just makes playing a little bit even more enjoyable you know right so, um, a, a little bit easier and some techniques and what have you so yeah i guess knowing yeah. yourself is quite important being physically ready—not
0: only physically ready, but um, giving yourself, yeah, that that wiggle room to experiment within or ex- be able to exceed your capabilities better. If you're you got a healthy physical vessel that you're trying to express these yeah. these ideas through your limbs, yeah. you know. There's no denying
4: that that I mean, the healthier you are, the more you like you you, you train your muscles, the, the the better you'll feel. There's no doubt about that. That's not a secret and never will be. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. It's just I mean, it's it's hard for even myself to get into uh, the regimens, even though I do stay fairly, you know, reasonable in the kitchen all the time. The physical, I, I mean, I have a physical job too, so that's if I was sitting behind a desk all day, I'd probably have a much bigger spare tire around my <laughs> midsection right now. But um,
4: hey. the extra stuff is—is is yeah. that I still a, know that I need. It's that initial harder. push. See what I mean? It's that initial push, and then and then and then quick results. That makes a difference. Once you start doing that initial push, see when you're used to working out and and you haven't for a while, but then you just start up again that initial start you'll see results right away because of muscle memory and that's the motivation and then that's what keeps you going you know for a while until something comes up and you can't but at least you know at least knowing what your body needs and how it and how it reacts to certain exercises and pinpointing that out i find these important for me yeah you know? um and um now, you know, not everybody can do it. Not everybody has a time, not everybody. Um, it's always a fact. Time's always the biggest, uh, you know, enemy, but um, for sure. Yeah, it helps. Absolutely.
1: I think it's like a big uh, factor too. Like when you're in a, you've been in a, like if someone that's been in a, a good workout routine for a long time and you stop for a year and then you decide like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to wake up and start doing this again, blah, blah. And then you like, I'm going to do what I did last time I worked out and just fu-. like, I, I, I did that recently. No, I fucked up my shoulder. I was like, I'll I'll bench something similar. (laughs) And I did that, like, just an idiot move. Just like, whatever, I'll fly 30 pound dumbbells to start off. And I was like, just tore, like, right on, tore something on my shoulder. Yeah. And was like, well, dude, now I'm out for another three months. So, uh, smart thing to do that nobody
0: wants to do is just go with the bar first. Oh, bar. Yeah. Go lightweight. Because form is like the one of the most important things, dude. It does not matter. If you're throwing up tons of weight, if you're doing it
4: wrong, it's it's you're working against yourself you yeah. Get the form oh, right. yeah start up start up progressively you know start back up progressively back up yeah yeah, yeah. start back yep. up progressively never go never go to um i mean your, your your body will tell you and it, and it just did didn't it <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: <exactly. laughs> well it's one of those things you know you get back into the workout thing the, the main the main yeah. hurdle to jump over is like wake up an hour and a half earlier like that's yeah. like all right then you get then you get that and you're like all excited like fuck yeah yeah, let's yeah. go do what i did before i don't yeah. know like I, I was like all excited like i'm gonna fucking knock this out of the park yeah. let's fucking get in shape again uh, i like can't the... sleep because it hurts too much <laughs> I no i I sleep on my right shoulder too well that's one that's thing that. i can tell
4: because i i, I, I did have a um, I i did take a Personal trainings uh lessons to get a personal training certificate. Um, if if you guys want to start with anything, start back up with anything, just do your shoulders first. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Your shoulders because that's the weakest muscle and it's the most utilized in every upper body move. And once your shoulders are nicely warmed up and developed, then bench press becomes a lot easier. If you if you're just not doing shoulders and you're going with a bench right away, that's yep. You're bound to hurt. Yeah, yeah, dude. So, what's what's good to do on your shoulders? What's good? uh, Um, I mean, if you really just want to warm up your shoulders, just doing arm circles like this, yeah, okay, is super good. And 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 daily if if you can. But I mean, the usual like military press. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, the shoulder has like three three heads. You know, the front, the middle, and and the back. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people neglect that little one in the back, and that's kind of like it's kind of like lifting, like, um, yeah, the raised, but mm-hmm. when you're hunched over, so you're kind of, you know, um, squishing your yeah. shoulder blades and that kind of just creates more of the, the fullness of the shoulder instead of just having the front and the middle kind of thing. I mean, there's some of things you can do, but, if you want to just start off really slowly, just just do either dumbbell like military press or barbell military press, and and you're good. And you go easy, you know. If you haven't worked out in a while, do two sets, yep. not three, not four, you know. The next day, if you're not sore, do it again. But if you are sore, wait till you're not sore. I mean, it's 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 all these rules that are super simple to follow because they always repeat each other. It's like math, you know. It's you can't really go wrong with math, you know. It would yeah, be um, rules
1: if I would have stuck with it the first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, that was just, my ninth time getting back into it, dude. Gym membership, let's fucking do it again. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah just, but know. as your body your body gets older, too, though, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm 40 in a couple months. Like it's, it's, it's just not, it, it doesn't re- resolve or doesn't repair or doesn't, you doesn't know, repair, but it also doesn't make as much.
4: It yeah. Exactly. As much you get to where you want to go. Exactly. Um, so. But yeah, be careful, but it's super important to do if you have the time. And if you get through that first hurdle, which is actually doing it, you know?
1: Yep.
3: Well,
4: like, it,
1: I was, yeah, go, go ahead. Just...
3: I, I wondered, Flo, have you had run into issues physically with playing, getting injuries from drumming or having to play around injuries during your career?
4: Um, okay. uh, a, I, I was told knocking on wood is actually really the, like not good, it <laughs> creates the opposite effect. So I'll just knock on this, um, no drumming injuries. No, um, no tendonitis. no, you know, carpal tunnel, nothing like that. Um, I, I, I've broken my knee once that I had to play around for a tour and, um, in working out, I did like kind of uh, tweak my rotator cuffs on both sides that's where i started like you know learning from from that but that repairs itself and if you're good about it and work on your shoulders um well, other than that no i'm, I'm very fortunate for nice. that but also do everything that i know that works for me in order not to have that happen you know
3: do you think that extreme metal drumming is like a risk uh for if you have bad technique do you think that risks getting injured if you play a lot with bad technique
4: absolutely it's the biggest risk you know yeah 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 i mean it's just the the speeds and the different and and i mean like you know when it's slower it's metal you hit harder you know um yeah it's definitely definitely dangerous um so people do really need to be careful and pace themselves and um i'd hate to say not overdo it because As a kid, I didn't have the best techniques, and that's what I did. But I was a kid; I didn't
0: don't overdo it. And as the drummer of crypto. I was gonna say you
3: inspired so many people to push faster than they should, listening to trying to play this stuff. (laughs) Overdo it, yeah. So,
0: (laughs) no, in the best way. But I mean, I was over and above. I was
4: younger, and I did develop techniques really early on in order to maintain it. You know, Mm -hmm. yeah. I
3: appreciate the message though. I mean, it's something I'm working with, but it's been like really exciting getting to the point where you can really hold the speeds to be able to play that material. And it's just so fun. Oh yeah. It's still like, you know, my favorite thing to do.
4: It's that, it's that zone feeling, right? That's, that's fun to get into that zone and where everything feels like it's on, on butter or on water or something. It's (laughs) nice. I know what you're talking about. So Flo,
0: how old are you now?
4: Um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I'll be uh, turning fifty at the uh, very last show of the uh, Death to All tour. Yes, so, okay. we're, so we're
0: about a, a decade apart, and mm. and I just was going to piggyback what you guys were saying, which is like for the upcoming young drummers that have all the adrenaline and all the energy and and, and get to these levels of death metal drumming. You really gotta focus on your physical uh, the physical aspect of your existence because longevity. I think that I'm already starting to feel that the 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 word of the day for Caliphate podcast is longevity, dude. And to get to be like Flo's age where you're still you're exceeding the boundaries that you had set for yourself throughout your career. And in order to do that in a smart way, you gotta fucking take care of your vessel, dude. You gotta take mm-hmm. care of your body. Speaking of which, <laughs> but yeah. we all have the vices, dude. We all have the vices. We were just yeah, talking right. about nicotine. Nicotine's a bitch,
4: dude. But yeah, you're you're, you're totally right, though. you have, you have to kind of, I mean, maintain yourself, and and you know, and and if you don't, and you and 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 you pull it off, then congrats um I, I i personally you know don't only do it for my drumming either i, I kind of you know like the this just the way I, that i am and then that i fit into clothes if if you know if, if i'm working out as in comparison to when i'm not so yeah it's a it's a, it's an ego thing too and, but it, it, it totally applies to the drums for me
1: Fitting into clothes is the number one thing. That's like <laughs> that's like when you put on a shirt that you've had forever, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, and you look at it! I you're can like, see oh, my nipples, dude." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it. You're like, "Oh, I gotta go move up a size now." I don't no. want to do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's crazy to do what you're doing. Remember, you're about you're are you you're pushing fifty, right? Because I'm pushing forty. You're pushing. I remember we were about ten years apart. Yeah, I was turning,
0: turning fifty this tour. Yeah. Well, no.
1: Okay, okay. I was pissing. Yeah but uh so i mean to you for you to keep that up like i'm like like recording ODS one i'm going like, <laughs> <And you're> like <laughs> 10 years ahead of me like it's it's really important if you're going to do this lifestyle i mean you do when you like when we toured and stuff like i mean back in the day it was it was kind of uh overindulgence and just like we're in the moment let's party well constantly yeah. and and does that? Does that? There's probably still nights on tour where that still happens, correct? But it's not like yeah, nights. Days, keep no, that up, right? I
4: mean, no, it's it's.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you can, you're a legend. But I mean, I'm just um, you're already a weird legend.
4: <laughs> oh, we already pretty hard in Roseville. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's
1: that's
4: that's one I can't really put my finger on yet. But um, I I will say that I mean you know there's a there's a sudden cutoff time <laughs> where <laughs> you know you can't. Um, but I mean, it's, you know, it's two plus two. Yeah. The more you, you know, the more you have, uh, the worse you'll feel the next day. Um, and then if you want to have to conquer that every day, I mean, I've had, I've done it before, yeah. but it's, but it, I don't feel like having to do that because it's just more of a struggle than making it easier. And mm-hmm. you know, life's fun when you, when things are, um, easy. You're and if bar- you can make yeah. your life easy at least in one element of it because <laughs> then, then great. Um, great. So, yeah, of course. So the I mean, older that, you get, the more you're borrowing day. from your next day. Right. But then again, the older you get, the more uh, tolerance you have to certain things. So, that's <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's totally it's, true. Uh, you know, I'm not going to, no. You, you know, it's, it's two plus two kind of logical stuff. You know, you just got to, you know,
1: be cool everything is a good f- like moderation. moderation i want to keep talking about being 40 how much times but uh, <laughs> I'm, um, not sad. I'm still uh, waiting to you that i'm turning AD. 40 you guys know but uh <laughs> no i mean as far as um but let's it's, it is kind of like you know life's hard and sometimes you have hard days and shit and and uh if you're if you're willing to make that compromise that you would like to on a day that's in you know semi-important the next day if you want to have fun the day before you understand the consequences that you're putting yourself through and then absolutely. you go like all right well i did this to myself fucking handle it you know what i mean not, and, absolutely. and it's kind of like with uh you know we're it's like an old fuck it I don't, you know it's kind of like a fun you like, brew you up
0: know. a cup of that Battleforge coffee and you fucking hit the day, bro. <laughs> oh okay. coffee's huge. That, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's a that's a plug right there. Exactly. Like you plan the coffee, you plan the first little fucking meal you're gonna have in the morning when you're feeling like crap. And get back on your feet and do it. If you want to do that, it's like
2: and Tylenol and ibuprofen. I don't I don't do Tylenol.
1: I don't don't do those because those fuck with your liver Uh, after you if if it's it's a once in a fucking great
0: while dude and Casey taught me the mixing ibuprofen with one of uh, each. Just one of each,
1: (laughs) one of
2: each. And dude, it actually like if you have pain too, like back pain or things like that. Or like
1: like pain. Yeah, yeah. But after a night of drinking it's yeah. a put more stress in your liver in the morning. Oh with, yeah, uh,
2: I can't remember
0: the last time I did take a pill, but there was times where I needed it, and K- I remember Casey saying, "Casey saying one aspirin, one ibuprofen." And I was like,
4: "I'm gonna do this," and then, and it. Com- completely cleared my head. Yeah, I've heard that before, and I think I tried it once. I think David Vincent had suggested that. and uh, It's like, dude, we used to I mix
0: cocaine with alcohol and fucking weed and all this kind of shit. What's I wrong with mixing a fucking. <laughs> no. No, no,
2: <laughs> What's
0: wrong know. with Tylenol and fucking ibuprofen? Dude? What were you saying,
2: Flow? What, what it-
4: no, it, no, it, I, I've heard, heard that too, and I think I've tried it once because I think uh, David Vincent had, had had told me about that, just mixing the Tylenol them, and the Advil kind of thing, ibuprofen and the you know, and the Tylenol, and yeah, uh, it, it seems to work. I haven't uh, tried it since, but uh, on rough days, maybe I might. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah. Consider I think it, like it once,
2: yeah. like every like month or less.
1: No, I haven't. I haven't gone. I've probably actually, gone. Yeah.
2: An ache, or like I feel like shit, or something.
1: I'm at the age now because I'm almost forty. <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> really
2: know
4: that. We have
1: we have bad days now. So- no, it's like we're like a back, my back hurts or something. I'm just yeah. like I'm gonna because i for my I couldn't. <laughs> I think It's more of a memory thing now at this age. Yeah, yeah. I know. Right? Just no, no. just
0: like fucking boomers. I'm on a podcast with a bunch <laughs> of fucking boomers, like,
1: boomers. dude <laughs> but no, yeah. it's one. Of, it's definitely like understanding <laughs> like i never had used like ibuprofen or anything for pain i used it for hangovers when i was younger i know and i to be honest with you to make a very uh embarrassing statement i i wasn't able or didn't want to and wasn't able whatever to swallow a pill until i was 24 25 yeah Yeah, my kids had problems with that too when they were younger yeah so like until i found like Opiates and got addicted to that. that for six just When <laughs> so I was,
4: I used, to, I used to take like the multi, like the animal packs of multivitamins, where you got, like twenty multivitamins Jesus. to take, and they're like <laughs> huge pills. So I never had any That's problems with One that. shot. Um, I've been on, uh, I've been on a few things, been trying a few things lately, and yeah, one or two shots, whatever. Jesus, Because okay. they have those like horse
1: pills. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I joke I'm on not sure. I'm good at uh,
0: taking
4: pills. I could take a handful of shit.
0: Of course, you can help me with that.
3: I mean, I I want to say we all finished. I, I mean, I finished um, reading Oppenheimer, the book that the movie's based on, and Oppenheimer smoked four to five packs a day. But for, back, but for back then, it was,
4: it was it was very common back then. And uh, yeah. but then again, there was probably a lot less chemicals than there are today. So uh, he died
3: yeah. of he died of throat cancer at the age of sixty two. So there you go. There you go. But, but i
1: mean but, I, I smoke that much too i mean if you think about the like uh, how much i hit the vape thing because you could just you don't have to you don't have to commit to a cigarette you could just go like five hits randomly yeah, and that's a different randomly. different
4: effect on the lungs that one you yeah,
1: yeah. What,
0: what's like uh the J- joel the thing that you ha- are holding right now how it, how is that compared to like a pack of cigarettes
1: it's about a, two packs of cigarettes
4: and okay. it, it's got 20 yeah. milligrams or something
1: It's, uh, no, it's five milligram. There's, they only make five for these ones for these ones. It's only five, but, um, they just, they have the, the makes you feel like you're hitting a cigarette and all the things. And, um, Mm -hmm. and then I became, I was like, I'll never smoke. These are way better. I'm never, that's literally, it's not even to like, so what I'm trying to say is I'm way more addicted to these than I was cigarettes. So now it's like, now I have that now.
0: There's more options to use that thing.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh yeah.
0: When you wanted to smoke a cigarette, you'd have to go outside do that whatever Flo's (laughs) house house. (laughs) (laughs) or go to Flo's living room uh but you could also just like be at a party and hit it a couple times in the bathroom and fucking take a leak and you're out and nobody even
1: miss the cigarette thing even though like it's you can tell it's like it's not very widely accepted anymore like people like streets there's no one smoking after you know, the guys are, and, you
4: guys are in california
1: so yeah 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 That's, yeah we'll shoot you yeah, if you I have one in
4: europe with me and we'll see the <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh no it used to be like people look at people smoking cigarettes and they're just like fucking idiot like people like are like matt i mean <laughs> i quit just because like i was smoking so much that i, I was like all right i gotta like change this up because i was over a pack a day inside. maryland
0: death fest is what made me quit smoking dude and it was because it was a place that we could smoke inside so i had more opportunities to smoke cigarettes and i ended up ending each
4: night like two to three packs smoked no. yeah. just oh, yeah, constantly when you're, when you're drinking it's, it's fast yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah speaking of uh, maryland by the way um i forgot to announce that just a quick 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 plug we're playing the uh, MDF, um, and we're doing an exclusive blast made flesh set. Just wanted to clear that up. Damn, for a that's awesome! Yeah. Yeah. That's rad, dude. Oh, sorry, oh, yeah. Smoke on, smoke on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, that really was. After that weekend, I felt like somebody was sitting on my chest, dude. Just couldn't, couldn't breathe, and I was like, and actually being in Baltimore Airport in the smoking bubble that is inside uh-huh. the airport and just looking around at all the like gray skinned old people that were in there <laughs> smoking with me. Crazy. I was like, I'm fucking done, dude. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but
0: I'm still, I'm still addicted to nicotine, but I never, I haven't smoked a cigarette.
1: But well, I do you know, but I do miss the old times of like, actually think cause you're in front of me Flo. but like on that tour, like on the bus, like smoke break, go outside that's like when we hung out like it was yeah. like yeah we, it's like when you make a camaraderie it's like a little group it's of a social people.
0: little thing that happens it is,
1: I've, I've always said it was like a podcast before a podcast like you yeah. know we're just talking like we'd all just talk about shit and just like fucking hang out and just like let's have this real relaxed kind
0: of atmosphere to it and it would be no different than this conversation right now we would no. just be yeah, yeah. after a show if flow gave us his time and we'd fanboy out over smokes and joints and and just ask him questions, you know.
4: You'd
1: have That's to endure,
4: you'd have to endure the smoking in your face. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I, uh, yeah. I still no, down I and
4: like, like it's right? a nasty fucking habit. It's a terrible habit. It's one of the world, you know hardest things to quit and stuff like that. Um, it, it costs a lot of money. Um, it's completely stupid. Um, What's cigarettes That, there, that, yeah. being, that being that being said, though, I faith I just uh, you know right like right now i i would need it or else i'd be like a stress case you know so it's for you know an excuse obviously but i mean um yeah one day you know Are those like candy cigarettes that you would like actually blow and it'd be cool.
0: yeah <sighs> and, and our parents were smoking in the late 80s yeah. early 90s everybody kind of everyone with
1: the everyone again. was smoking yeah, yeah it was like it was weird if you didn't back then you know yeah. um
0: there's Christmas photos of me opening presents at my grandparents' house, and ants are smoking in the background and shit. And oh, we're just sure. like fucking blowing at my face. Teenage sure. Ninja Turtles, dude. <laughs> fucking cancer on top. For Nintendo,
1: dude. <laughs> but uh, how much is a pack of cigarettes going? Because I remember for when I remember going to uh, Montreal when I was a smoker. Mm-hmm. And being like, I was like 10 bucks, what the fuck? And then now they're like 11 here. So yes, yeah, it's,
4: like... it's, it's, it's almost the same thing as California. I mean, it depends too. I was like in, in LA, like there was like 18 or 20 bucks US. Um, wow, Jesus. here it's like about, yeah you know, f- nice. 15 to 17 Canadians. So about like, you know, 12, 13 US. Damn, mm-hmm. 12 maybe. Yeah,
3: crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so since you mentioned you're doing the Blasphemy Made Flesh uh, set at, at Maryland, I mm-hmm. wanted to ask about playing the old songs again because somebody actually wanted me to ask you about that. So I'll frame that question. Uh, but first, I also saw you're playing Dortmund Death Fest in uh, Germany in August. Is that right, uh-huh. Cryptopsy?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we're doing a, kind of, kind of a, um, a mini festival run. Um, we there's a little bit of work issues that we have to <laughs> iron out um okay but uh, yeah but, but you're but, on the but, flyer no, but it's but it's yeah but it's that's uh, kind of a false advertising <laughs> where we're not playing blasphemy like full blasphemy flesh. so F- blasphemy flesh is only for mdf okay. so
3: so the question was just um how, how do you feel about playing the, that material i know you've also done none so vile on like whole full tours you know in, yeah. the, in the last few years yeah um and you're you're gonna do like the classic set versus the new material on the on the death to all set so um how do you feel how does it feel like coming back to that material at this point mm. so in the new
4: so um i we haven't done a lot of blasphemy in a in a very long time so it's so we're gonna have to dive back into it we um we do kind of a medley uh um, of it that we've done in the past, but the actual songs from beginning to end, we haven't done it a while. So we're going to have to definitely dive in and and do some work on that. Um, th- it's kind of like the way I, I approach um, "Non So Vile, where, I mean, it's pretty much, you know, the same kind of thing. I'm not going to change up, you know, beats or anything, but fills will be a little bit different. I'll, I'll try to jazz things up a little bit, you know, just make things a little bit more interesting um, in some fills. And so... I just try to have fun doing it because I'm not somebody that, that likes <clears throat> thinking or going back to the past very much. I'm very much more focused on the present mm-hmm. and the, my style right now is not what it used to be. So I'll just try to make it my own um, in, in actuality, right. You know, I don't know. Yeah. That yeah. Take
0: it's that funny. material and shine mm-hmm. it through the current, flow prism
4: right but much, much better analysis but
3: for a lot of people that'll be their first time ever seeing it because you guys probably have a lot of new fans who are young like you know 20s and yeah, even yeah. maybe teenagers right so yeah
4: yeah yeah it'll be you know um i mean i i, I don't know how how people will react but i mean it is still cryptopsy. it's you know it's just still interesting uh material um there was a special request for that festival. And because it's uh, the, um, what is it? Is it 30? No, 20, uh, 25. Mm-hmm. I mean, Something like that. Like, yeah. it, right? <laughs> like, 30, 30, <laughs> 30. <laughs> no, it is 30. Yeah, it's the thirtieth. Uh, uh okay, nice. Okay, a little so, start changing it. Yeah, so yeah, you I'm know, short changing and trying to make myself. <laughs> yeah, in. um, but uh, yeah, so it's which a special to be thing.
0: honest, dude. That that era of the '90s, the 90... I mean, we a lot of different projects from the early '80s, '90s up until. But I think there's this sweet spot that started to happen like '93 in four five six maybe even a little bit in seven but three to six there's some kind of like sweet spot that happened with um a lot of records that we we look at today as the milestones of the early uh metal or you know even if you look outside of metal the something was happening musically at that time and now we're getting the 30th anniversary of all that stuff. Right. And and it's it's actually really exciting for you know, us who experienced it somewhat in the moment maybe a little bit later for us, but um I, we we were close enough to where we were only a few years off before it came yeah, into yeah. our uh radar, but
4: well, it's interesting to know though, yeah.
0: Yeah, and 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 having uh, like those three deck the thirtieth anniversary to all these great records, I think it's really cool for the younger generations to to be exposed to those things. We're getting remasters, and and we're getting bands coming back and going out on tour again. And I think it's like I think the 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 stamp that you guys had made at that time is now again getting it's it's you guys are all getting your flowers and you're all showing that you're not only capable of playing that shit, but you're fucking, you know, exceeding it with the newer records that you guys are putting out. And I think that um, the fans of cryptopsy that might have came along later now will appreciate seeing you guys coming out and playing that, that, Blasphemy material, well, more we're, and we're
4: hoping, yeah, for sure.
0: I I know I'd be the the guy in the crowd loving it, dude. Because I've listened to Blasphemy this week and had a great time. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I I, I love uh, oh, yeah. Lord Worm. He has such unique aspects of that album, dude. That they make you giggle, but they also make you kind of like your jaw just drops at times. where you know and then you you two you're you're playing on that stuff realizing that you guys were that young and things were bubbling up in the genre itself at that time that you were doing what you were doing i I, that's that's the nostalgia part of me that likes to go back and be like yeah
4: dude look at how sick this was even back then yeah right on on, and, and and thank you and and very much um and, and music and style and all that stuff is very cyclical so i mean yeah it's it's cool to reintroduce and then have even you know the, the newer bands kind of playing that kind of style that that was introduced way back then so yeah i mean it, it, it should be uh it should be interesting i know
1: one thing with you though Flo, is like i, I mean y- you know you're known for creating a a style of drumming and death metal that's unique and and no one has that really seen it before but nowadays um actually this dude asked that is there is there like new drummers i mean whether it's death metal or not death metals or new drummers that are you, you listen to because i remember me and you like talking about because i'm like a big nerdy deftones fan like mm-hmm. other genres of music and stuff and i remember me and you clicked on that but um there other styles that are are you still like oh shit they're doing this with this and that's cool and uh, like i know when a lot of people are stuck in their ways at a certain age like no it's only this year's or that between and blah blah like yeah i'm stuck yeah
4: it's it's a good question and no i'm not stuck in my ways i love like hearing new stuff but to be very very honest with you you know and and again i don't know why i come back to this like pandemic crap but um um probably a little bit before that before that too but i've been really i mean i yeah i'll check us up like i just listened to to the the new uh tom york project Mm -hmm. um and what's it called again it's um oh jeez yeah t- tom yorker yeah uh, it, it's not it, it's you know i'll find it for you but I, anyway so i just i just listened to to that because matt's like oh you know, everything that's like radiohead and tom york matt like kind of uh sends me and um mm-hmm. um i was kind of like not kind of i was very impressed by the drummer and i'm like I, I look you know i'm like oh this sounds like the the drummer that played on on jeff buckley's grace um who was an amazing drummer and I, I did my research and it's just, you just like a, a jazz kind of, I think it's, uh, he's more of a session guy in uh, in the UK. Um super impressed. So yeah, I mean, everything still impresses me. I just don't listen to mm. very much music um, lately. Um, but I'm, you know, totally influenced. I mean, I, there's this guy I told you about him probably the last time too, called Eric Moore. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Kelly. Just, oh, yeah. oh, I, mean, yeah. oh, I mean, you know, for me it's like you know, everybody's got their 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 own style and stuff like that. But every time I end it because I have him like I have him like on um on my different um social media things and I see him a lot and I just listen to it, and I'm just like, oh man, this is, you know, it's just like hmm. is, that, you know, is that the dude that Alex was friends with, Alex Bent? Yep, yeah. yeah. yeah yeah um just like you know, gospel so, shops gospel you know, shop just, yep. Just yep. yeah yeah a monster i mean gospel and everything he played for suicidal for a while that's but, right um yeah. and it's just you know i just hear people like that people like that's on the new tom york and i'm just it, it, it's it's inspiring again it's like oh cool i can you know grab this idea you know grab that idea um but um to, to, to actually like you know like go through like new music and and and, and pinpoint and listen to it i it I, I could, I guess, when I'm when I'm driving and stuff like that. But other than that, I just don't have that um, that time or that um, alone space. So pretty much the the only time I would, you know, like enjoy checking out new music and stuff like that would probably be on tour. You know, like uh, just in 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 a bunk. You know, just relaxing or or whatever. Um, but yeah, but absolutely. I mean, there's so many great musicians out there, and people have been. You know inspired by so many years of 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 talent and you know and they're keeping the the machine going and you know a lot of them are coming up you know it's, it's hard to reinvent the wheel but a lot of these people are like like eric moore are coming up with stuff that's never been heard before so right very yeah. impressive you know, a lot
0: of fun they're reminding us that that we still haven't turned over every rock right exactly yeah.
2: exactly that uh, i i I would just love to go back a bit and just like hear about like how you got like started like putting your drum set together and growing up and like building it and like getting into extreme drumming and that. Have we c- covered any of that yet? No, I'd, we can get, I'd, that's love, good. I'd love to talk I'm about that. Or did did you take lessons? Time,
4: you yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly, no,
2: literally, no, like, no. What was the first piece of drum shit you bought and whatever. I don't know. I just want to know. I want to know. You know going um, back to it, how you got into drumming and
4: yeah. you know, I mean, I, I've, I I tell this story all the time. So I started I started my, my 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 folks and I were in France. We crossed this music store and I saw that you know I saw drums and I'm like, Oh that looks cool, you know, and they're like, Oh, you know, let's go in and check it out. And then they end up talking to the to the, you know the drum department dude over there and whatever. And then we set up a lesson and I do this lesson, and it was like the worst I mean I you know, six Okay, but I mean, the teacher had the whole drum set cover except for the snare, and he just told me to hit, you know, one, two, three, four, one, for like, I don't know if it was a half an hour or an hour, <laughs> but it seemed very long, um, and that's it, you know, like, didn't uncover anything, didn't, didn't say, like, you know, sit down, you know, go around a little bit, then we'll get to the lesson. No, it was very dry, and it totally turned me off, um, so I didn't go back. And then when we were in Chicago, my father, and I you mean, know, I just pursued the drum thing. I was like, Oh, cool. Drums, drums, drums. And when we were in Chicago, my father like bought this used uh, slinger, slingerland or slingerland kit, um, kind of like polished it up, spray painted it, you know, cleaned up all the hoops and stuff. And, um, at first it was, uh, I guess like a four piece or a five piece. Um, know a couple symbols and and then i really liked it and i've just added started adding more pieces because it was from this dude that had a bunch of stuff um and yeah and you know at at one point when we came to montreal um i bought my first pearl kit um you know pearl export double bass okay uh, five or six toms started adding a few more symbols you know Okay. You know, until the point where, like, you know, at one point in the crypto career, I had this, like, top-tier rack that my buddy uh, Reg, great great guy here, one of, my, one of my best friends here, and amazing drum tech, had, had built, unique. Everybody copied him after that. Even the, you know, Pearl copied him, uh, all, all his designs. Um, and and then after that, it started, the cymbal stayed, except for the top-tier, but the symbol stage, which was about, like, you know, 9, 10... Symbols so 11, symbols maybe, but then the jumps got smaller because <laughs> I'm getting older. So, by I'm like, why two bass drums? Like, why carry that extra? That went down. Uh, one less time sometimes it's like one less floor time, but um, right. but the basic state I mean, the, the kind of cage and the, the symbol state and stuff. So, you know, it's like that. <laughs> it's like getting older, you get bigger, you get bigger, bigger and then or, yeah, when we're growing up. And then as you get older, you start to shrink back. Shedding all the unnecessary stuff yeah, on yeah. the way down. So, but, but, but I mean, so many people, you know, have, have told me, you know, just go back to that big kid. And looks really impressive. It looks really professional and stuff like that. And I'm just like, how does it look for me? You know, as not seeing it as, um, Mm-hmm. As, a, as a fan point of view, I guess I'm seeing it as like, isn't it more impressive that I can do this on the small kit, you know, <laughs> yeah. but but then again, it's just, I know that that people that maybe don't know much about drumming and stuff like that, like, you know, they love a drum solo and when there's a huge kit, they're, they're more impressed. Because of the kit, because it's, yeah, because a yeah. lot of people drums are interesting. It's like, oh, you know, it's it's it either real. like the mom and pop toy store or Toys R Us, you know, it's, yeah, it adds um, theatrics too, you sure, know, like sure. it
0: makes the show bigger because you're seeing the bigger kit. Sure, and sure. Well, I mean, I, I, everybody loves watching a Neil Peart yeah. uh, drum solo where he's got the 360 degree setup,
4: electric kit in the back, and all
0: utilizing that it. Throughout the whole entire 15 20 minute solo or whatever, yeah,
4: I want to get it. Yeah, there. it's yeah, I like you know, I, I, I and, and I like that too, but then I like Eric Moore playing on this tiny kit and making it sound. Like, I know oof. that it, I, it I agree with that.
0: When you had mentioned how impressive it is to have a drummer that's playing this full big sound out of the least amount of pieces in the kit that well, is in front of him. I find that to be way more impressive than some, you know, prog drummer. That's well, I, I that's impressive too. I, I, but
4: I see what you're saying. It's impressive either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, a matter of again, you know, time, resources, uh, energy, uh, you know, um, but, i don't know i mean i'm like it's in the back of my head right so it's maybe that's the next step is to go back to the double bass and then add that rack tom and blah 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 yeah we yeah. shall see maybe for, so, the, uh, for the old school set Maybe. but
0: before we dove into this there was one question uh, piggybacking what we were talking before this mm-hmm. is i want to know currently because w- you, you said i you barely listen to music so mm-hmm. i wanted to know when you listen to music on uh, you know voluntarily on your own time what would be a current thing and you also (laughs) mentioned you know the new music that does um make an impact on you i want to know like it doesn't even have to be metal but i just want to know two parts which is what what do you listen to when you want to (laughs) listen to music and in the metal realm maybe what Stood out to you with because it, it is hard for me to attach myself to a lot of new music, especially with metal. Too, I'm um, now even with this show, there might be two, three, four releases throughout the year that actually give me what I, I'm looking for on a record where it makes me you know, feel it. I get yeah. emotional when I'm listening to it. It gives me the goosebumps. It makes yeah. me want to hold back tears and all this kind of yeah. shit. I that I'm that's the stuff that I'm looking for because we're really talking about drugs here, guys. <laughs> we've been addicted to a drug for a long time and and we're chasing the dragon Ooh, in, in our Joel's about to be 40. Joel's mm-hmm. about to be 40 before <laughs> me by the way. Ah, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: 40 before you
0: i get to be in my 30s for a couple more months after joel turns 40.
1: (laughs) i mean that's a good question because i know that you know for me death metal and metal and stuff because you said like it doesn't have to be metal and for music that i listen to when i want to on my own voluntarily while working on work or doing because i work at home i work at office but i have like Mm -hmm. airpods and i'm working i'm like but i need like my brain's going nuts usually so I i need like a calmer like a background calm thing right. so right. i could throw on depeche mode i could, I could throw on th- so many different things I can come on you know what I, i'll look through my list and like that and this could be a random genre of music um but yeah so any style yeah. of music that you throw what's on, the
0: thing that you put on that you still are excited about or yeah that you're like um, this
1: is the shit right now I'm, I'm gonna have to
4: i'm gonna have to come back to that question in a couple of months after a couple of tours because <laughs> to be to be very honest with you i like I used to listen to a lot of music in my, in my cars. All the time. Mm. I mean, for years and years and years, like tons of music. And I'd even, you know, just put that, that notch that maybe uh, that gave me my tinnitus, you know, okay, um, I got that. but, um, but, but recently nothing, nothing, nothing. Okay, I mean, I it's, 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 it's the silence.
1: I'm, I'm actually uh, really appreciating um, okay. silence right now. And what silence? Because um, was for us tonight? Is silence means is. <laughs> okay, yeah,
0: so I mean, let me let me reframe the question, which is what. Okay. So, okay,
4: but 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 what I told you about the 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 the, the new Tom York uh, project album? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I listened to that for like every time I took my car out. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like for like yeah. a, a week straight. And it gave me goosebumps, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" Because I really like to just I, I like music that takes you on a trip. I Like yeah. music that yeah. affects you yeah. emotionally, mm-hmm. but I like music that affects you emotionally in a in, in a melancholy way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like very melancholic music. Me too. I, I do too. It. I don't like happy stuff. Uh, Isn't strange? Some metal is for me is too happy. Flo, are you a happy person? Um, I I I mean, I I think I'm okay. I mean, that, you know, the, the, life, is, life is life is tough. Like life is what you make of it. Yeah. And, uh, and life life is a bunch of decisions one after the other kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um so the reason
0: why I asked that and <laughs> it was very blunt how I asked that, I'm sorry. No, but I, the funny. reason why I asked it is because I've come to realize that maybe just for me personally, the reason why I like melancholy music so much is because I don't have enough melancholy in my real life. That could be. I'm yeah. actually vacationing from my happiness when Ooh. I listen to that music because I actually and I'm not doing this as a brag. I'm just saying, hey, I'm in a fucking decent place in my life to where sadness hasn't come around as often as it it does for other people. Maybe other people, yeah. And that's, so, a, that's so, but I'm still a dual duality dualistic person. Who wants to feel the other side right you know what i'm
4: saying you know if you want to interpret it then then, and then that'd be a great interpretation for for yourself you know yeah um i've been in different stages of happiness uh, throughout my life but i've always preferred the melancholy classical music to you know the non let's say you know um Oh, totally, dude. I knew I was, was going to get roasted as soon as I said that in the show. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: it's, it's a total... It like you're it's like you're in a what? very cute <laughs> way. You're a pussy,
4: dude. <laughs> no, but, uh, besides <laughs> that you're a pussy. Self-analyzing. self
0: fucking. I'm a loving guy. I'm love. i surrounded by love, You dude. I'm that's sorry. amazing. That's
4: a, great, <laughs> that's a great place to be at. That's a, and congratulations. I'm very happy, too.
2: I feel well, like I'm flexing, dude. I'm sorry, dude. it's cool to be grateful though like you sound like you're grateful like you got you know and you got
4: like that's cool man you know absolutely that's another level of respect right there that's very cool
1: oh yeah i think a lot of melancholy music for me melancholy music for me kind of brings it kind of i don't know harkens back to not the infinite sadness but uh i'm i'm saying like it kind of like harkens back to like I don't know, just like uh, trying yeah, to really... like appreciate people or appreciate things that I've not appreciated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of one of these old, I, so I have just... no idea where it is. I have no I idea what why you're saying, You kind of uh, get nostalgic for the sad talking about like dramatic TV, like the, the reality t- television and stuff with people that like that. And, and to me, like it's kind of my version of it because I like, it's like this thing, this weird feeling I'm seeking of, it's not necessarily matching my life at all but it like brings an emotion back to me that kind of like spices things up a little bit cuz when you're like work make mm-hmm. decisions work do things blah blah then you got like a a melancholy song coming on you're just like all right uh okay, all right. It's, it's kind of like a a feeling that you get again that kind of like reinvigorates you which death metal you used, used to do when i was younger mm. and now kind of like melancholy music um well, kind of brings that back a little bit I, i'm just i'm just making that up off the fly but i i would assume that has some uh, some correlation.
2: I have a little thought just to wiggle in there real fast. Like uh, so I I've heard at one point somewhere that it was like, oh, you shouldn't, you know, or just just a different perspective of looking at like major and minor and like music as like more like like daytime and nighttime kind of thing, like like super bright and super dark. And it's almost like like some super happy Mozart's like song is like standing out just looking right up into a bright sun. Like it's just like too much, like mm-hmm. happy mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's like and we, why do we like sunsets like why do we like things that are a little darker or like heading into that dusk it's like a
1: or like or just later
2: yeah exactly yeah no but there's something like super there is that
1: though that makes sense works rooting rooting for the villain or like you know like a uh, dusk. I mean, what yeah.
2: i mean what that's it's really like if you take any story tale or anything what's really the interesting the twist in that story that like it could be happy things all these things and then there's a twist and there's a thing and there's a a villain or a thing like that and so Mm -hmm. we're just acknowledging that that's like the most exciting part of that and musically or whatever i mean going back to black sabbath or something like it just to have that or you know i don't know just or in in movies and stuff and it doesn't have to be like always to the max extreme like like we we appreciate all the different levels but Mm-hmm. I think, like, just way more interesting, like than something. Yeah, like that. that's a good point, dude.
3: I agree with you. I also think, to an extent, happy music sounds a little more similar to itself, and there's more types of melancholy and sadness than there are. than there's happiness. Point. That's a good point yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I'll give you
4: guys an example if you remember this. Um, uh, I think it's well, it's a pestilence song for sure. Uh, I think it's called "Presence of the Dead." Hmm. Mm-hmm um you know just the death metal but then the there's this yeah. there's this kind of paint ish part right in the middle and then it starts up again when yeah. that when that hits and i was i think again um late uh 80s early 90s and i heard that i wasn't sold on the kind of extreme death metal kind of thing and when i heard that i'm like oh okay crap so you can incorporate this aggressive aggressive fast-paced kind of music and kind of classic rock if you wanted to yeah. I was learning i was really young cool. um and when i heard that and it's very melancholic mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say that you know that um well did i compare it to pink floyd Did i you know i'm gonna say no i'm
1: listening i'm listening to that part you're talking about right now i just yeah. went to it and found that oh uh, yeah joel yeah. does
0: that quite Oh, hills. Yeah, you know, like,
4: like, it's kind I of like being,
1: playing Floydish Floyd-ish kind yeah, of yeah. thing, right? We can't say that
4: there's lighter shiny people, you know. But, um yeah, and, and that, that, that touched me. See, that gave me a feeling. I'm like, oh cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: Cool. Uh,
4: I mean it's just it's been like that all and time. I
0: think I see that in Cryptopsy's music too. There's there's this crazy chaotic uh there's this uh calculated chaos that happens throughout um, certain songs, but you'll harness it, and then have this epic melodic section that we all like. Just attach ourselves to when we listen to. It. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, all of a sudden, uh, dude, I was just taken through, you know, the the all the thorns and and bushes and shit tearing me apart, and then all of a sudden, there's this oasis of yep. like, and,
4: then, and then you're throwing the thorns back in your face yeah. <laughs> yeah the thorns are right across that but you go at least you get and then, this then there's little, a swamp <laughs> like, <epic area.
1: laughs> yeah. that's what that's yeah. what Opeth did for me that's what Opeth did I was like yeah, when someone absolutely. finally showed me like an Opeth like got me finally into Opeth like See, that's a journey like, yeah, well, yeah it's a journey it's an up and down I like the beginning I like the heightened I like mm-hmm. the sad I like when it brings you back to the heightened again at the end right. and just like you or whatever it does it ends with the sad Whatever it does, it like yes. brings you on a journey. And you're like, well, Jesus Christ, when you're done, you're like, it's yeah. like an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. So, metaphor
0: so. for getting in a vehicle and somebody taking you on a safari. And you're like, check yeah. out these so, fucking crazy animals over
4: here. And you're like, whoa.
1: Bro, you- birds,
4: birds, birds.
2: Lions, lions, birds. <laughs> birds. <laughs> so,
4: coming back to your question, that's 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 what I like. Hell yeah. You know yeah, yeah. what I mean? And you understand the journey because we just went through, you guys understand. It. It's, it's a journey, it's, a, it's yes. an emotional ride. You know, um, and it could be really happy. To, another good example for that is um, um, Heart. I uh, mm-hmm. have a song called "Little Queen," mm. um, and it's really funky. Starts off really great groove, really great playing, but then there's that <laughs> there's that thing, and that happens in the middle, which you don't hear in rock anymore, unfortunately, unless it's like kind of like Radiohead or stuff like that. And, and it just, it's it's so like kind of dark and depressing. And then it goes back to the funk. And it's just a perfect example of, uh, you know, not a roller coaster, but an emotional ride.
0: Or uh, Blue Oyster Colts, uh, fucking, what's the song? What's their most famous song? What's the one? Uh, the Reaper. Yeah, yeah. There's tons of parts. And then all of a sudden there's that evil, like, in the in in the middle and then they go back to and
4: you're just like fuck yeah
0: dude that that part in the middle was the sickest part of the song yeah
4: see those were called back back when they were called rewind moments yeah you know i heard that
1: band that band paramore so it's like a it's it's called um hard times is a song it's called hard times and it's a beach song it's all it's all like, it's all about her wanting to kill herself. <laughs> and I'm just like, I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't, I was like, oh, you're a, it's like a popular band, but I was like, holy fuck. That's hilarious. I mean, to me it's hilarious, but it's also like, it's also like showing the emotion of like faking, being happy, but like yeah, having depression. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, damn, yeah. that's, that's, that's smart. Like, that's I'm, that's, that's dark. That's yeah. It's dark. dark yeah.
3: yeah. I have an incredible tie in here, which is that Paramore just announced that they are, going independent and cryptopsy Were you guys were independent i forget did you guys remain independent or have you signed
4: oh no we're yeah. with a nuclear blast yeah you're with nuclear blast now yeah, yeah. So, so since this last album yeah
3: so just because of thinking about paramore who who are sick by the way a great r- modern pop rock band but they they're going independent now which is kind of a big move they say they're going to support uh independent record stores and stuff as ambassadors or whatever um, but how was it being independent when you, when Cryptopsy did it? And how is it now back on a label?
4: Um, different times, different responsibilities, you know, um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, for sure that, you know, record sales were more lucrative for the band, but at the same time, there wasn't as many because it wasn't pushed as much because there wasn't a whole, huge. there was a great team in back of it, but not as big as, you know, say nuclear blast records. Mm-hmm. right um so um uh, you know we still had you know, management and, and i mean for for touring and all that stuff um you know, big shout out to emg who are doing a great job for us um yeah. and um but I, it was different i think i think that now um all the members are really on the same page. Um, we were before, but more so now and everybody's chipping in and stuff a, a lot more. And it just makes sense to have that push because we want to do more with the, these years coming up before it was a little bit more like slower pace and stuff. And so, um, yeah, I mean, you know, today it's, it's, it's a, it's a record label and we're really happy with the results um with a good team that that they provided um and charles um you know from Abysmal uh, and stuff yeah. um and uh yeah we're looking i mean we're you know we're just asking me you know you guys want to want to do this we're going to do a second one with you so you know nice. we'll uh we'll we'll, just... we'll keep we'll keep going and and see what happens you know is a gamble,
1: like doing the you know the self stuff because it's basically like, do you want to do the marketing and all the all the work that goes in? It was a lot. It field. was a lot of work, yeah. Yeah, it's it was a, a lot ton of work. work. Yeah. So, but then like, like,
4: again, I mean, it. I know like, Matt's doing a lot of work on his own you know, with 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 that too, and you know, with his podcast, he kind of opened up a lot of doors for him to and and, and to communicate um, with a lot of people and. Uh, So it's like, yeah, it's, it's less work for us, but at the same time we're doing more. So we're doing more work. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But but it's great. I mean, it's, like I said, it's like, you know, different, different time, different day. And now it's always like, you know, one day at a time, you know,
1: I feel like the, uh, the new, I mean, we have this band Zoth on, and I feel like they're, they're onto something with um, with partnerships with labels rather than, than doing like full signings to labels you know they're, they're oh, yes. doing partnerships where they're like no we're the owners but like you can sell it here here here's the what here's the what we need to get paid or we want to like help you guys and help us but like not take all the proceeds <laughs> you know, right. take too much of the proceeds and um i feel like for you know because cds you know what, what the fuck are cds now i'm gonna ask our kids in 10 years what this what are cds they're gonna be like Oh, there's like these like things I put my coffee on in the morning. Like, I don't, you know, it's one in like cars aren't coming with them. Computers aren't coming with it. It's like one of those things where it's, uh, yeah, I'm it's taking good. you guys with me for a second. So yeah, I yeah. Yeah. if you're going to piss, I'd be number two, actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude. Uh, but let me devil's advocate you real quick, Joel. So, and, and shout out to Zoth. You guys are fucking, you're a band that, that, excited me to to know that you guys were DIY and you were putting out such quality music and that's why you've been on our show a couple of times and we've always been repping you but from a record labels perspective with that type of deal versus the band that you, you invest X amount of thousands on who's going to be first on the list for promotion distribution and all that stuff from the label's perspective it's probably not going to be used off because it's that's just like we see your your potential we want to be helping you out and backing it do you do you guys think that they're gonna really put as
1: much energy into that deal it's a gamble it's just a yeah. gamble I mean, yeah, it's like for for them, like they were, they were, they were building their own, they're booking their own tours. They're putting their own shit. Yeah, I mean, if there's 200
0: people a show, the the label really doesn't have to do anything in that, that they, they just got to, you know, Back it in a certain way, however they make the deal. So yeah, I understand. Yeah, the record label. I'm just doesn't talking have about like up and like,
1: coming bands, like the people that want to like put a bunch of work into the the back end of things. But like, um because I mean, just I'm just thinking about streams, and I'm thinking about Spotify, and I'm thinking about all these things that are are now the the climate of listening to music. It is. Um, it's it's it kind of. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of record labels are a little worried right now, and I feel like they have to change their role rather than just like signing a band, but to to partner with bands for, you know, for just a partnership. It's not like no one owns anything. It's just like a money kind of like, it's like a, do you want to sell our record for this much? And do you like it? Yeah. And well, you know, it's like, it's going to turn into something different is all I'm saying. In the- and I'm
4: sure it will. And there's more bands to deal with too. And they, and they, I mean, mm-hmm. they can't just all of a sudden, you know, they're not making as much money as they used to make. Mm -hmm. um so they can't start hiring all these different people so having these collab things you know is is uh, probably a smart way to go yeah right yeah um see i mean it makes sense you have to uh, adjust to this uh climate uh, Yeah. you know change this this you know climate is changing so fast actually um yeah i mean it could be a good idea but everything's a gamble right so
1: no totally i mean with nuclear blaster metal blade then you know that some guy or a of a a 100, 150 people are going to listen to it in egypt and and, and you know it's going to get like distributed which is good that's like the main I, thing it mm. definitely
3: the the new cryptopsy definitely feels more pushed than the latest couple cryptopsy releases i feel like uh as burns is, is a little more out there
4: yeah yeah um
0: i kind of see it every
4: day i
3: would
0: I, I would
4: hope so because then i'd have to um i mean you know um it it has to. I mean, that's why we. It, it, you know, it could be because it's a full length too, but I, I think it has a lot to do with the with the record label and also the you know the the willingness of the boys pushing as well on their sides and, and stuff. And like that, you so. guys, and the fact that it's a fucking,
3: it's a really, it's a really <laughs> solid Cryptopsy album. It immediately, it's, it's so that's
0: sick, it. dude. I it was like, yeah, it's it's hard for that to happen. It, I I'm gonna say it again, Cryptopsy does this thing with me where I'm never going to be disappointed with the newest thing, even though it's different than the last one. Right. I, I don't know what it is about you guys, but I know that I'm just ready for whatever you're going to throw at me. And when it finally gets thrown at me, I, I accept it and I love it. You know?
4: Great. Great. That's good to hear, man. Thank you.
0: Yeah, dude and and you guys just gave reinvigorated reinvigorated that once again in the live experience too because the live experience with a band whether you're you're familiar or not that if it's uh if it's what you're looking for and it's it's presented to you the way you guys presented it to me it it was just reinvigorating my whole love for that band dude and I, i i just think that If you never, never, if you don't think that you shouldn't be in the legend list with us, I'm, I'm just gonna always argue against (laughs) you, (laughs) because it really is. I'll let uh... you do your thing. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. How much do you give a shit? (laughs) I know he doesn't. I know he doesn't. Of course, I I I just have to say, on,
0: on the show with us, I just have to say it myself that like. Gore guts and Cryptopsy are the representation of Canada for me dude and it there is this weird Canadian Californian like team up thing that happened where we loved all the stuff that was coming with and oh. Thorazine and there's there's other uh, uh augury and and all these bands that were coming out of Canada we were just listening to you guys constantly and and
3: beyond creation there's so
0: many uh examples of what was happening up there um that really kind of did shape the cali death scene back in the day you guys were all influences and cryptopsy was high on my list um there's parts of my brain that i can literally go back to when i was 16 listening to you guys right now and i love that i have those memories still in my brain dude Right on. So,
4: right on. yeah Thanks. well thank you thank you it's much appreciated
0: so we started with fanboying we're, we're
4: fanboying, fanboying again, again. <laughs> real quick so i think <laughs> more fanboying.
2: i think it was cool how like it always kind of felt like like with rock and stuff like say like even before like it was like rock stuff and then it was like all these american bands then it was like oh then there's rush and they just like kind of can play stuff yeah, that yeah. no one else can play or just kind of you know and then very like, progressive yeah yeah it's yeah. Super progressive and stuff and then the same thing with metal and stuff and it's just, like yeah there's always sick american bands but dude the canadian band, like holy shit crypto it was, like it's just like and that's the, the perception we always had and like there's always <clears throat> poor guts and blah blah blah
4: and, and, and we've had these like discussions before modern. and it's like we don't really know how to explain it yeah Um, other than I know that a lot of Quebec bands were, you know, influenced by, you know, by Florida, then New York, and then Sweden. Uh, And then, so this European kind of mixed with that too. And I guess, Mm -hmm. I guess it was a melting pot. And then, you know, Voivod was doing their own thing. And Voivod's always been kind of an influence on everybody too. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I, I, you know, I agree with you. There's great music everywhere around the world. Oh, totally. Um, But, um
0: but we're all fortunate yeah, you- to be able to uh, experience those you know nooks and crannies of digging to where you find yeah. the florida scene yeah you can contrast and compare now and, yeah. and you're in canada and you're going to take those two elements and become an alchemist we're going to boil that down and distill it into What will become
1: cryptopsy? Is it a mosaic?
4: Is it a melting pot? Who
1: knows? (laughs) I I think almost like there's it's kind of just the scene in the area. There's like and there's a healthy competitiveness in, in the scene in the area where you know, like Florida was like exploding for all death metal for you know the beginning, yeah, and then and then there was. You know gorgas cryptopsy coming out in in fucking montreal and stuff and people were like oh shit we gotta like one up these guys but friendly mm-hmm. but one of you know but like try to do something weird and yeah, hell, it, but like it, happened,
4: it happened in all in small areas mm-hmm. yeah very, very small yeah. areas so probably like bands in the same jam space kind of thing you know yeah. Yeah. Up each other and say well no yeah they gotta you know they gotta marshal this and that well i you know i want more you know and then <sighs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we pretty much sum it up to that, you know. But oh, yeah, oh, it, it really is um, like a, that competition, egos, death, and up.
0: atheists were hanging out, the mm-hmm. yeah, boys yeah, yeah. and all the, the yeah. Cali yeah. death boys. All of us were yeah. in the fucking storage yeah. unit. Yeah. Like, it, make, it makes sense, right? All, yeah, yeah, so these we 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 make these concentrated little bubbles of creativity that everybody yeah. is can ha- like, um healthily competing with each other or at least seeing like somebody excelling past you yeah, and you have a new bar to the bar
4: and at at first in that time and stuff like that we didn't have the access to music that we do now mm -hmm. so a lot of our influences were local yeah yep shows were local you know we didn't have these international uh, you know three times a week so, I, I think that we, yeah, we locally, we influenced one another.
1: It's yeah. Tight. You're I all excited we were... about, like, a certain style th- of uh, music or whatever, and then, like, you go to the jam space of so the guy next to you that's playing something similar, like, whoa, they're doing that, too? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then it kind of, like, you get to see it, and then you get to, like, kind yeah. of mesh it into everything. Yeah, totally. Yeah. What are you going to say, Casey? Sorry.
2: I think we were, like, uh, interviewing. I was trying to remember who it was. I think it was Hannes, you know uh from obscura and necrophages and all that yeah and uh and and we were like we just asked so somebody asked him flat out like like which country do you think has the most technical like metal the most crazy time he was just like canada
1: like i think <laughs> oh, it was yeah, there.
2: Yeah. maybe it was someone else but anyways but yeah it was just like
1: oh yeah it was the most forward-thinking metal like, yeah and technical would.
2: doesn't have to just mean like the most complicated time signature it, it could be yeah, like yeah. too many things but yeah like like just so outside the box too like just like I feel like uh and even I mean Cryptopsy and Gorguts like I mean there's so many great bands but let's just if you kind of narrow it down to the like the big you know the old school big big dogs and in our death metal scene like they were just you guys were just doing shit that no one else was like you guys had such an original sound that was so clearly you you know it's just like oh that's Cryptopsy you just know it, it just sounds different And even the recording and everything, and it sounded great. You know, (laughs) it was really good. Like it was, and that's again, like going to the shows and like seeing you guys play, and you guys ripped it up every time. Like you always live are so good, and uh, it was just so cool. It was like, yeah, you know, there's the Florida sound, there's the you know all that, and there's sound. Then it was just like, and then Crypto or Gorg, I don't know. Well, Gorguts was doing that sound a little bit
4: too. Mm -hmm.
2: Like Mm was it was it
1: competitive out there back then? Like was it was there a competitive?
4: I mean, yeah, it was it was pretty competitive. I I, w- I would say, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. when you're you know younger and stuff, and you're like, oh, you know, trying to outdo the, you know, the next guy at the bar, kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I guess I guess it was, but you have to realize also that, you know, you guys heard that, but we didn't hear that. You know what I mean? We didn't. You know, we were just doing what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were mm-hmm. deliberately trying to sound different. We were trying to sound as good as the as the Florida mixes, but in, in our meager ways, or you know. Um, so,
5: yeah, end up creating your own sounding.
4: sound. Like well, I mean,
5: yeah, yeah.
2: But it was, like, it was just as good sounding. It was just d- like different. Like it's like everyone has different, you know. And like, dude, like especially like None So Vile, like that record has a very iconic recording sound that like makes it so great also like just the the way it, i mean i love all your albums but like dude that one is just like such
4: a classic like for the when i go back to the, the old days you know like just yeah, it's, uh, typically you know well usually it's yeah. always uh yeah and i'm so well you know um yeah I what mean, is that,
0: it's that healthy competition that we yeah we have to praise yeah, it because yeah, that's
4: kind of have to you know
0: it's it's what is driving this whole thing to get to where we're at today and
1: where it's going to go, it drives everything. though. It drives everything in life. It's That's... Human. Yeah, it's humans having the sexual partner they're competing <laughs> for, or it goes to like back to the food we need to get. It's like you know, it's yeah. like animal the same
2: instincts.
4: animal instincts. Exactly, animal
1: but
2: instincts. I think that, that I think that our,
0: our uh, positive and healthy aspects of that competition in death metal are just what, is what what made it excel past. I mean, pop music. Yeah, yeah. you're you're, you're,
4: you're right because we, we we were competing for sound and 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 speed and technicality and all that. Mm-hmm. We weren't competing for money. Exactly, mm-hmm. that that makes, it I different. think it's Made a big difference.
0: There's the the artistic aspect. Yeah, of that more
2: competition still there. Yeah, I feel like that in European music or European death metal, like more a lot a lot. I don't know. Like it's like it's. I mean, there's it, it, well, Okay, there's a lot of different. I don't know. I'm just get into that, but whatever the, the point is like having freedom to just like make the music as real as you want it to be not thinking like, Oh, this riff's going to get like people break dancing and shit, like throwing <laughs> arms around and shit. Like, you know, like <laughs> are we going to sell a bunch of records? Like that's cool and all, but like, it's cool to just be like super pure to your art and just be like, we don't give a fuck. Like about that. Like it just, but people like you gonna have a ton of fans. They're going to love it. And that's, you guys have always been huge in my eyes, you know, um well that's where the
0: ego is and okay. our shit is because yeah. we're making it for us first that's what well, i it's, also think too. it's
1: disconcerting on the road though when you're a band like cryptopsy or a band like suffocation and i've seen uh, it many times uh, before where you where you story. are on tour with them and then there's a new band that's been out for three years and they are everyone's screaming every fucking like the ends salt and they're like cool. and they're like it's like the most basic shit and you're like we were trying to go like harder, and, and they're in, all like nineteen. Yeah, the little nineteen, just like, like, like 19 whatever. You do, got, a like the whole like 5, I got like a people. neck tattoo, and that's, like yeah, yeah. And uh,
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I hear that, and that's and that's life. That's it is. Yeah, that's part of the gamble too, where you're trying to make money that, that you like yep. and that you think is cool, rather than making money that's for somebody else, so that you can you know put some dough in the to the masses, and not yourself. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's uh, yeah, that's that's. That's you know that's why we're we're you know we're doing this on a on a Thursday night and stuff like that yeah. not on not on mainstream TV you know what I mean it's yeah. it's it's, it's yeah. you know totally. and, and and we should be too because I mean the, the stuff that we say as far as I'm concerned is much more interesting than mainstream <laughs> TV oh,
0: and and TV, actually you know? shout out to uh, all and this is I'm sorry I'm giving us a fucking plug to the
1: show but we just you passed three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Flo was giving us a little praise. Uh, he's always talking about ego. He's like, Yeah, I, I know, dude. Yeah, but shout out to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. We're gonna share the wealth, I guess. Right? Like,
0: we just passed 3,000 subscribers on YouTube, dude. So, Excellent. we got we've never even said anything about that on on the air yet. So, we just got no, we there didn't. That's no not a train wreck whatsoever, dude. That's, That's awesome. a praise to uh, the community, dude. And I love. congratulations guys most definitely dude and and that that's true dude we're here talking about this on a thursday night your time our time because we love it dude that's what it is we love what you do we love what we do we're trying to just contribute to this thing that we have uh over the years constantly uh just bet on and know that this is gonna if, if we give something to this, it's going to keep going no matter what, yeah. just like that, tra- that train actually, no death metal is not that train. that, Death metal is the train that gets across that bridge and still keeps going and fucking adds a couple of fucking cabooses in the back along the way.
4: <laughs> or it goes in the
0: water
1: and turns into a boat. I mean
0: <laughs> But no matter what like it, you run out of gas on, you run run and
1: gas on tour going. and you just can't keep the train going. <laughs> you will never stop death metal.
4: That's the whole point, dude. No, it's been uh it's it's just it's just getting bigger and bigger as far as I'm concerned.
1: Totally. Yes. Oh, I mean,
4: yeah. Now you got the Kardashians wearing cryptopsy shirts and shit. <laughs> dude,
0: what we are is, okay, we're going to do the train analogy, dude. It's fucking Back to the Future and the things that Doc throws, Back to Future 3, where he throws the fucking things in the, the, what's the hot spot in a train, dude? You throw all the caboose? fucking coal and, no, it's not the caboose. <laughs> <laughs> the cabooses in, caboose in the back. Throw butts, all dude. the coal. <laughs> if you throw all the coal, it in. Straight to throw the, throw the, uh, the, the, the furnace? Yeah, furnace. maybe there it is. That's the, the engine. engine bro. We are just yeah. the little piece yeah, no, of dynamite
4: that goes
0: in there. Dude. And, and each one, one, one of them gets the little gets...
4: train that kept on doing whatever.
3: Anthony knows a lot My... about cars, but not a lot about trains.
0: My metaphor is now you can put up the train wreck thing that i actually just train wrecked so hard with the metaphor it, 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 was,
3: it was going oh, for yeah, a while bringing it, it back, I, it. Bring it
0: back I was trying to figure out how we could get across that bridge dude but no nope, that's me right there we're gonna no, Anthony, that you are gonna like
1: solid right there you had it you had it you had it and then just like at the very you guys end get my list. idea
0: though we're the we're the it keeps getting hotter and hotter as they throw the little fucking
2: you know. <laughs> like a little maryland death <laughs> get on this.
0: it gets faster and faster he has to throw fucking.
3: all it's, right it's here's not the cow, here's man.
0: the uh, no <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna keep going because i just keep losing it i have to keep going deeper and deeper metallica is the first one
5: <laughs>
1: what's your favorite so what's your favorite uh shoe oh. Oh, shit, that's good. Shit. <laughs> I mean, <it's> Casey's thing. <laughs> um, what's your favorite shoe? Uh, uh, what's no, your favorite oh, shoe? No, I was trying to change it. That was my uh, segue. Usually, I won't rely on Joseph for this stuff. but uh, I, <laughs> All right, I no, know, they're really just trying to, try to get me. Joseph, Stay away from me, dude. Save us, Joseph. <laughs> uh,
3: I, it might be time to... I mean, I'm sitting next to right. my drums. Actually, I have one feeling... more
0: question. There was a chat. Oh
5: God,
1: he's question. Just talking over it.
0: Sorry. Oh, you were gonna go into something. Sorry, dude. <laughs> uh,
3: I'm I'm just feeling very inspired to uh to jam a little bit before. Go I play. Head home. Yeah. Go play for
0: us. Go, go play the the intro to uh, Cold Hate Warm Blood right now, dude. I <laughs> <laughs> I
3: I can't, but I can play all the Nuns of Vile songs from the top of my head. That's been oh, in my right. DNA oh, for years. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, that's play, a call play,
4: play a little something. Though. It'll that be my, really it'll be my right bedtime song.
3: Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's all do right. it. You, you won't be able to hear it through the SM7B mic, but see what oh, it sounds like. Can, can, you know audio? Audio? can you switch audio?
0: Can you switch audio some way? Uh, oh, he switch. took his headphones off. Nope, so. we'll all, right. all
1: right. Let's let's uh. I'll turn right. off his uh volume. Let's turn it off. No, 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 volume. No, yeah. There you go. Shit, right?
0: Uh huh. Oh
1: yeah. We can hear it. Nice, dude. Um, That was sick. I found the sound setting right as you stopped. That was awesome.
4: Don't don't ask me to name the song, but. Could you hear (laughs) it? actually I, ju- I just that was some flow. quite familiar
0: no I, I that was definitely uh the first song off Mo- none so wow right
4: yeah 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 Yeah, there you go okay yeah and i've you know we played it for like you know 20, <laughs> 20 years, so like, yeah that sounds familiar i've been playing for the last two tours <laughs> That'd
1: be funny segment is like test flows memory um, <laughs> oh yeah uh, you ever like, play hot love warm, warm. Yeah. Oh, that'll yeah. be part oh, three we warm, just uh,
0: flow we just bring flow on and just test
4: in the whole episode <laughs> I, I wonder i wonder, wonder going to who... line main supplement so i'm getting better
2: yeah nice. <laughs> nice
4: i wonder who can do a blast beat on a
2: on a desk faster
1: flow or joel because joel, joel
0: can twitch. do it pretty
2: fucking fast
1: easy twitch like the little I just, it's i i i've never i can't play the drums though i could just i have a twitch and i don't even master it with the same i mean uh <laughs> but uh did you, did it's you just do a, that
4: like two finger thing on the yeah yeah. yeah yeah we did that hey, we did it in like,
1: europe and stuff it's, i remember <laughs> like uh Drummers coming up to me and just going like, or uh, people going like, let's like battling me. And I would like beat them, like, what the fuck? I I
0: mean, I'm kind of a a gravity blast, right? When you do it like that, it's technically well, the gravity
1: blast blast is crazier because you gotta like have a different angle. I'm not, I didn't learn, but you're just hitting on the, but
0: I'm saying you're hitting on the upstroke as well as the downstroke.
2: Yeah, Yeah. It's like oh can. shit
4: that's pretty fast
2: <laughs> got, like, solid that's pretty fast you just, got like,
4: a, you just got that the uh... happens when you work in the office and you have a desk all the time yeah, yeah. no i've
1: had it i've had no i've had it since i was a kid <laughs> i mean and i as i said it's my non-dominant hand so i don't use it for my dude joel
0: screen joel screen is half of neil pert's drum set around him right now dude it's just He's surrounded halfway, like <laughs> a moon, um, just half of Neil Pert's set. Though. Oh, and Well, I way. never
1: knew it was with my picking as people were like walking up to oh. me like, Jesus, you're picking super fast. I'm like, really? I thought it was just normal. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then I went, did this little, to like, you. yeah. And it's, it, I remember like taking lessons from like my good friends that are like, you know, big time players and stuff and and I was like, uh, I don't want to like downpick this. And they're like, you can downpick that. Like keep doing that. And I was like, fuck, that's what I'm trying not to do anymore because I want like <laughs> economy. Like I'm getting older. I don't want to like. Oh, cool. I can downpick fast. I don't want to do that uh, anymore. It I was like
4: That's like
1: the tough Metallica old school yeah, yeah. like or whatever you orgasm. You, you want to take
4: the compliments?
1: Eh? <laughs> well, no, I don't. I, no, I want economy. Right. I don't want. I don't want like cool. I want like economy. <laughs> yeah, well, I want to like drive harder. Oh, not harder. i'm like i'm like like asking to drive a prius and not a corvette i'm like nah, i would rather drive the prius for the gas money i don't care about how i look (laughs) like that's pretty much the the only thing i could really uh, pretty good actually
2: to be honest (laughs) i've never tried one poor man's porsche dude that's definitely (laughs) (laughs) poor man's tesla Prius handle great and they they good acceleration and they're actually fun to drive but yeah they uh not the coolest car on the block but hey you know (laughs) I don't know. Depends who, who's who's judging, I guess. I no
0: no judgment. <laughs> no ever.
2: great cars. I mean No, yeah.
0: I'm I'm just saying <laughs> don't get me started on hybrids, shit.
5: No, well they just
0: every ten years you gotta replace that fucking ten thousand dollar battery. So where's your
4: where's oh, really? your money saved, bro? I, I promise where's I won't tell you uh, boys about diesel.
5: <laughs> where's
4: your green? Oops, your green
0: footprint, dude. When you it's gotta good. drop ten degrees on another battery. let well, well, it's um, good
3: to diesel. What was this? I wanna, I wanna shout out Anthony's. Uh, oh, sorry. I fucked
1: with his mic settings when he's playing did the drum. Sorry. sorry. Fix no, it. It sounds, it sounds way better when I did it. So you're welcome. Okay. No, I, 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 <laughs> I, I, doing I that. I'm
3: just kidding. i right, got Yeah. What's up? um here. Yeah, anthony hey. i took my car to anthony's shop and he uh saved me hundreds of dollars by inspecting my brakes and telling me i didn't need new brake pads so which someone of. else had told me yeah. um so trust anthony and also hit him up if you're in the bay. <laughs> I, co- I got a own. couple
0: of fresh
2: last lucy t-shirts out of that diagnosis by the I, way so i'm yeah. stoked i was gonna ask how much he charged you to tell you you didn't need to spit in I,
0: I told him zero and he handed me a couple t-shirts i so said boom
1: yeah 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 the great so you can pay him in t-shirts if you need your car line, just give him like your bands, t-shirts, and he'll just do it for free. Literally. <laughs> just don't go too fast on the assert- <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly.
3: <laughs> yeah. Don't follow too yeah. closely. You stay know, stay below 50 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, but he should have been though like, yeah, he actually ordered the parts, so he had an yeah. incentive I had to range. If ready to go, I needed
0: and them, I he could have gotten a lot of money. That. I was like, what the fuck were these people telling you, dude?
2: All right, so getting back to the
1: Fast and Furious podcast. Um, Fast and Furious
2: 12, dude. (laughs) I know it's getting late for Flo, but I just want to, because you're like East Coast time, but uh, dude, um, I just have a quick random question. It doesn't have to be a long one, but just uh, we, we, you know, being Americans getting into Canada on tour and stuff was an interesting experience sometimes. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have that from the other end, like getting into
4: America? Is it
2: tough? Uh,
4: Yeah, it's just, it's just, um, it's a little bit more expensive. Um whereas Canada is a little bit cheaper to get in and you can sometimes get away with the letter from where you're going to play and all that Do stuff. Do they tax your merch coming into America? Uh Again? Um
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe? I don't know. I was <laughs> <laughs> like knocking on wood again.
4: Um, not not recently, but they can, yeah. They can totally be unfair and, and or they can be fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and you can get taxed in Canada too, coming in from the
1: States. On yeah, we've had the whole count out and stuff. Where yeah. They count all your merch and stuff. And, Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. I mean, you know, just, you just have to, you know, borders are borders. You have to play smart. But it's, yeah, it's tough. It's,
5: mm-hmm.
4: it's not an unfortunate, you know, thing too, because we're so much alike, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But that's politics and that's that's money. Somebody's gonna need money it's, somewhere, right? It's totally. all the people exactly.
0: that you you go to the airport in TSA, you might find a fucking asshole that just wants to really you yeah. know, play a role in. that day, you yeah. know? Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and- same thing at the border too you might run i've into always a found customs officer who just really wants to play that role that day be
1: a sweetheart oh. like everywhere you go like i've worked in customer service when i was a kid uh-huh. and i feel like people that are assholes never get their way and i never gave them their way when they were dicks i, ne- I never was like oh yeah you yeah. make a point i was like i'm gonna make your life fucking harder as hard as i can because uh-huh. you're an asshole and you yeah. Just yeah. want to learn a lesson. But Come like on, being uh, a sweetheart and yeah. being like, "Oh, whatever you want, it's all good." Yeah, sure, I'm, sure. yeah,
4: and, 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 and you know, and sometimes they'll, they'll, they'll I mean, they'll, they'll be persistent. And there's, you know, sometimes I, I, have lost my cool in, in the past. Actually, lately, um, in Asia, but you always have to be respectful and show respect anywhere you go. And I mean, if you, if you get it back, then been great. Oftentimes, that's how it is, and and sometimes it's just yeah, you fall on that, on that. On that bad apple, you know.
1: Yeah, we're gonna be yeah. Bill Robinson running outside. Remember, I don't know if you remember this. We were, <laughs> oh, we Lord. were. It was uh, we, it was like going into England or UK. We like took a ferry there, and yeah. I woke up and Bill Robinson had his shirt off. At the border and was running. I go, what the fuck are you talking? I was like, oh my god,
4: what yeah. the? Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was kind of like, what's going to happen next?
1: I know yeah. it's like, okay, how am I my wrist ready for these cuffs? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was that,
2: like, getting into which country was it? Getting into France or England? Or- it was. I
1: remember the UK just like being like it was like a. I fell asleep on a ferry and I woke up and Bill was like screaming with his shirt off outside, and it was, was yeah, like, cops. It was, yeah, the UK border. Yeah. I'm sure it was. That's where it was. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yep.
2: France, I think. Yep, so yep, yep. Ta- yeah. So, speaking
0: of our our performing and touring out of the country and all that shit, you guys just recently became the first metal band to play in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Oh no, shit.
5: So we don't talk Dude, about
0: well, I know we're two and a half hours yeah. into the episode, bringing that up, but that that's. What we were just talking about sparked that in my mind. So mm-hmm. take us through that real quick before we the getting uh, in. What
1: was that like? A no, it was event? it was
4: super smooth. I mean, it was like paperwork to fill out and stuff like that, and it was a little a little bit different. But then again, I mean, um, you know, you've seen one border, you've pretty much seen them all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really cool. We were like, you know, we were told this a little bit before going, and yeah, we're the first international. Um, metal band to play saudi arabia which has been Damn. developing over the past six years like like crazy it's de- de- developing and developing and yeah. then they told us yeah metallica is coming in a few weeks but you guys are the first one we're like Whoa. you beat up yeah so i was like well, that's, that's some good advertising right there so
1: hell yeah what was, what was it like though just like once you got in what was the the the, the, the write in like and loading in like was there anything different that you are used to
4: no, no. It was like, you know, this, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a very rich area.
1: Um, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah.
4: Um, and, uh, you know, we, the, the but Gigi, our promoter was just amazing, amazing, um, young lady who, who took care of us because we were there three days, mm-hmm. um, three or four days actually. And, um, yeah, we drove, you know, they drove us to the hotel We got there late, of course, you know, luggage and all that stuff and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and, and, um, uh, it, it was great. You know, the only thing is we're Canadians and, you know, Matt and, 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 and beer and all that stuff, there's absolutely no alcohol. Yeah. 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 You can drink there. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but wow. they're, but they're making extremely touristic and beautiful places. And I have, I mean, I don't want to step, step out of line, but I have a feeling that might change. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know. I, I understand the no alcohol thing a little bit from their perspective because mm-hmm. It's just, like, you watch watch the show Cops for, like, it's all, it's <laughs> yeah, all every, every is, like, a drunk guy going, like, and then, like, have them have to tackle him, and, like, that's, like, 90% of cops. So, it's, like, right. they probably are looking at the data going, like, hey, that's, I mean, obviously, religion and stuff, but, Yeah, like, it's a religious well, that's thing. That's where yeah. it is. Yeah, that's where it is. But, but it's but, like um, i don't want to deal with it's
0: things. not the show cops dude it goes way <laughs> back further than the television
1: it's understandable yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. they don't want to deal it's with modern vibe
4: and maybe saying that it's great it's, it's a mix of like really modernized culture with this uh, you know still old school kind of clothing and uh, yeah i was i was uh, sincerely impressed you know damn
0: that's no, that is, uh, and yeah, I said first metal, but first international metal. International. So there, that actually shows that there's one. There's there's, few, there's a few that, metal yeah
4: there's yeah, a few metal bands metal there that's and that's cool and yeah, yeah. absolutely. A, yeah, no, Krasakada no, no.
1: was in Iraq. Krasakada that they were a a metal band during the Iraq War that was practicing and then they're they'd be like go to their practice spot and it'd be oh got hit by a, a fucking missile. <laughs> Oh, we yeah. got like we have to start up, and I'm man. like, oh, there's like a whole documentary on them. I'm like, holy shit! And they're just right. like, we're gonna keep doing it. Fuck yeah! You know they're like playing Slayer covers or whatever they're doing, but they're like, they're into it. They're just like, fuck yeah, we're gonna keep doing it. And I'm like, holy oh, And
4: still, times don't change, huh?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Crazy, crazy times. Exactly. Banana cool. time. Cool. cool, dude. This was really cool, dude.
0: And
4: Flo, yeah, thanks for hanging out, Flo. Thanks for having me again, man. I I, oh, yeah. I
0: really appreciate. You giving us your time, uh, is flow short for anything?
4: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Florence. No, it's not Florence, it's Florent with a T, so it's F L O R E N T. So you don't pronounce the T, so yeah, it's Florent, yeah. Oh, okay. It's the masculine version of Florence, I guess. It's supposed hmm. to be a, an old name, and <laughs> now it's fitting. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I think Flo is way sicker, though.
4: Well, yeah, <laughs> it <laughs> it that's that's funny. I actually... lived in the States, because, you know, I yeah. had a hard time pronouncing Florent, because it, you can pronounce it in French. Okay, French. makes sense, yeah. So I said, call me Flo. Said, well, that's a girl's like, I said, I don't like, care. Me it's fun.
1: like our friend Erland it's like it's Erland he's all he doesn't like Erland he likes it to be like i you know he, he's all just call me fucking Alan <laughs> that's what he just like was just all fucking call me Alan dude I don't want to hear Erland anymore I want to hear Alan <laughs> <You know? laughs> you know? it's,
0: yeah but it actually you know the we I always associated flow with flow state and what you sounded like while you were playing
2: in that's a perfect name space, for drumming you know? what's <laughs> funny is well, that I yeah. I work at this place called Flotron, and it's a, you know, <laughs> they make like space fixture things and stuff. And I do it for them. And like um, it's the main place I work at, like for my company and I'm there like a lot and they're great. And uh, it's funny cause I, I do so much stuff with them all the time that like, you know, how your voice text if you use voice, it like recognizes acronyms and right, earth. Right, right. And so FLO and capitals is like their company acronym that we use on a oh, daily so basis. And I was like texting the guys about that. I was like, Busy and I'm like trying to talk about the episode. I'm like, yeah, the flows come out and it was all capitals. It was like,
3: my held like yeah. I was
2: like, <laughs> God damn it, like no,
4: like I just me. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I do get pictures of a lot of flow things around the world. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. I like to sit and eat foe with flow. <laughs> <laughs> you know. well, like I'm talking about
2: drumming and like getting in that flow state. It was like really cool. Oh, sorry. No, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that
2: actually be like.
0: Fuh and flow. So. <laughs> <Fla. laughs>
4: <laughs> I've heard a bunch. Heard a bunch. Uh, oh man. Well fuck it, uh, yeah, dude. I appreciate right.
1: you. Well, yeah, you. Dude, so this is so fun,
0: dude. Me. Flo, you know you're always uh you're always welcome to come back on, dude. Oh, I, I really nice. enjoy your company. I'm sure the resident homies do as well. Dude, and everybody in the chat had a great time tonight, dude. And yeah, dude, Flo keep doing what you're doing dude we're we we are here to we are eagerly waiting everything that comes out of the cryptopsy camp fuck
1: yeah um, thank you guys i'll well, see you in santa cruz man
4: thanks guys thanks for having me thanks for the support once again and it's good to see you guys again uh, no doubt uh we will keep you up to date and uh let you know what's uh what's next
0: most awesome. definitely dude we'll be we'll be talking to matt we'll be talking to you and i want to get ollie back on too soon dude that's yeah. that's another Shredding. oh yeah part yeah. two that i want to get going but um all right love you guys in the chat everybody who was uh, listening to this afterwards we love you, you too. Uh, tell your friends we're still doing this every thursday night everywhere you can find it live boom All right. Love you guys. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Be safe, everybody.
5: Cheers.